Hey everybody, it's your old pal Mitch Halleck, producer of Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con and CT Gamer Con, both happening at Mohegan Sun. And I just want to let you know, if you're not following us on the almighty social network, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. So you can follow me on Twitter at It's Terrific Con. That's I-T-S-T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C-O-N. It's Terrific Con. And if you're into gaming, make sure you check us out on Twitter at CT Gamer Con. That's C-T-G-A-M-E-R-C-O-N. And as always, you can look for us on Facebook at Terrificon and CT GamerCon, and we're even on Instagram. So do me a favor and follow me there. Plus, check out my brand new show on YouTube, Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure, where we go every two weeks and look back at the things you love, TV, movies, toys, and more. That's Mitch and Ed's Excellent Adventure. Now sit back and get ready for another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Thanks. You're listening to Terrific Con presents the Power Cosmic Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to everything you love. That's comic books, TV, movies, collectibles, and more. Brought to you by Mitchell A.S. Halleck, the producer of Terrific Con, the world's greatest comic con every summer at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Join Mitch and his special guest, Jerry Ordway, and his pals all across the comic fandom as they talk about the things you love. Now, sit back, get ready, and listen to today's episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Uh, All right, this is going to be a a, a really serious episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. I'm Mitch Halleck, your host. Today is... January 31st, 2023, the first scary. show of the new year. Ooh, scary, I'm here kids. with America's favorite artist writer, Mark Twain. <laughs> and since he's dead, we got Dan Jurgens. No. Oh, he's unavailable right now because he's got, well, who do we got on the pecking order? Ouch. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Callis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Charlie's dead. Oh, okay. John Biner will John be here. John Biner in. will be here. Coming up next, Rich Little will be doing Johnny Carson impressions. Since no one knows who that is, nobody cares. But we've got a Jerry in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah, thank He's you. dead, too. Jerry Van Dyke's dead. Uh, well, Ordway's got a pulse, right? So Ladies far. and gentlemen, America's favorite cartoonist, Charles Schultz. Ladies and gentlemen, Charles yeah. He's dead, too. Jerry, don't stop breathing. Don't and you'll have a spot it. on the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Ordway's here. How are you, Jerry? I'm fine. Happy New you? Year to you, Jerry. <laughs> Everything going well? You're busy. People yes. have been asking. Yes. All three of them have been saying, where's the yeah, new podcast? Them, yeah. I said, well, Jerry's got work coming up from the people at D.C. He's working on the um, on Golden Age. Yeah. I'm on JSA. On JSA. He's on I don't JSA. know how many pages I'm going to get He's also any on, you know, given month. Lipitor and a couple other no, things, too. He's that. high on the DSL. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean you Magic don't know how many mushrooms. more? No, I'm saying that when I get... I, I don't know how many pages I'm going to be doing on, until I get the script. Like Jeff, Mission Impossible? You yeah, just like, Jeff decides, like, how many he has in mind for me. Today, Ordway gets half a panel. I just had six pages, and I was like, man, six I'm pages. not sure I want to do that much. But That's like a quarter of a book, isn't it? It is. So wow. I just finished six pages for issue three. 
Now, when you say finish, you're talking pencil innings? Yeah. Not yeah. on. That's a job of two people. <laughs> Jerry Ordway, the strength of ten men. That's right. So that's why we haven't been around. Plus, I have a lot of personal problems that you people just don't need to know about. Uh-oh. Uh, but I do have a lot of work going on. Terrificon announcements have started. Real quick, selfless plug. Chris Claremont. Arthur Adams. Yep, I saw that. Uh, Alan Davis is coming back. Um, Breaker. Uh, Phil Hester. Uh, Tim, uh, uh, Jim Ballant. What about your, your Holly Star Wars guy? Your Star Trek. Star Trek I have guys. Jonathan Frakes. Fraker. Fraker. His lovely wife, uh, Jeannie Francis. Yeah, yeah. Michael Bean yeah. is coming from uh, Aliens and uh, Tombstone Terminator. and Terminator. Yeah. His wife, John Wesley Shipp. And a zillion more people soon to be announced. So keep your eyes peeled for Terrificon.com. And if you got a hankering for anime and con- uh, video games, there's CT GamerCon on March 18th and the 19th. That's it. Now dispense with the, <laughs> the commercials. But tell people not to really peel their eyes no. because that really isn't a good peel thing. And, and buy Jerry's <laughs> Golden Age book. Now JSA, available. JSA. JSA. Yeah. Why don't you call it Golden Age? Was it started it out. The first, the special was the Golden, new Golden Age. Age. Oh, now it's JSA. JSA. Number okay. one debuted after that. Correct. I just picked that up actually last week. It was a couple weeks late, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, well, it just came out, right? Anyway. It's like instant comics. And you have a cover coming out this month for The Mandalorian. It's in a couple months, I think. For Marvel Comics. Marvel works really far ahead. And I'm doing some Star Wars uh, anniversary type covers. Oh, are... for the 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's this year. I've been seeing so those. The first I one's going to be bounty hunters. Oh, and um, and I think it's going to be the whole crew because I think there's a total of four of them. No, there's five. Remember, Marvel did the uh, the covers with the I think Sinkevich might have done their standing figures. Yeah, they did the maybe from no, the that's John Cassidy did the that. comic. Cassidy. No, from the eighties. Oh, from they're the doing 80s. like a, a tribute to that. Oh, okay. So it's standing okay. figures, standing. Okay, like they did for Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. If just real quick, then we'll get on to the real stuff. There's Boba Fett, Dangar, Bosk, IG88, Forlom, and Zuckus. There's actually six bounty hunters from the Empire Strikes Back. But it's whatever books Marvel currently has. They have a bounty. They have a, a battle of the bounty hunters. They have books. so yeah. whatever. There's four of them that I'm okay. going to be doing. All right. Well, we'll be looking for that. Anyway, today's big news is. James Gunn, now head of DC Movies and Entertainment for Warner Brothers. Wow, I said that name and the whole place quieted down. He must have a lot of pull here. That kid from Missouri (laughs) has got a lot of say. Uh, He just announced mere moments ago his first round of projects for the revamped DC. Okay. And I'm going to, I have them in my hand. Right. Unbeknownst to Jerry Ordway, I wrote them down while he was going to the bathroom. And uh, there's a lot here. Good thing Jerry has a weak bladder, so he was there for a while. So I wrote them all down. I'm 65, dude. There you are. I'm drinking okay. beer and coffee. All right, I'm going to throw them out for you. <laughs> Both of them are tired. Tell me about your first reactions. Swamp Thing is going to be like a horror show. Cool. Like an anthology. Yeah. So what do you think of that? That sounds cool. I thought the last Swamp Thing was yeah. well done, so yeah. it's like not reinventing the wheel there. It's a good character. The comics have done great stories with him. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's a great... He could be a host. Anthology. He could be a host. You know what I was thinking of? Those two guys that were on. Um, uh, oh, Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Yeah, yeah. they were just House on of Mystery the, on Sandman. Yeah. yeah, those but guys Swamp were Thing great. could host. Swamp Thing stuff could be too. like yeah. just come up out of the water like Rod Serling, yeah. smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Submitted for your approval. 
two people him. in the swamp. It would be him, though. All right. He's smoking weed. He's smoking yeah. weed. He's smoking himself. He's rolling He it. just reaches yeah. over and pulls off a finger and gets high. So that's a good one, swamp thing. Sure. I'll not? be looking forward to that. Yeah. Horror is big, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's one that came out of nowhere. Seven-episode animated show. Because this is animated and live action. Okay. Creature Commandos. Oh, Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell us, the, the folks at home, what the Creature Commandos well, Creature were. Commandos was, I think it was in, like, one of the... Weird War, War Tales. Weird War Tales, yeah. yeah. Uh, it ran for years and years, and that was, like, one of the first things I did for DC. Really? Yeah, I, I inked a Bob Hall. Bob I inked Hall, a yeah. Joe Staten one. I think I inked a uh, Dave Cockrum. Yeah. So I did, like, three of those early on. But they, they were, were like, literally a kind bunch of like of a Frankenstein, a Wolfman, Wolfman and a Dracula. Vampire. Yeah, yeah. As if they were fighting Nazis in Fight, World War yeah, II. Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Rock teamed up with them too at one point towards the end. Not a, yeah, but not in the Kubert. Uh, not in the Kubert yeah. ones. No, but yeah, the Creature Commandos is cool. Yeah, because Marvel did one too. Of course, it was called the Howling Commandos, right. where they had Dum Dum Dugan right. take the werewolf. The Creature and the Commandos that actually was started, way before that. I think Creature Commandos was in the. Late 50s. Oh, way back then? Yeah, because it would be like dinosaurs and there was really? all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They Check did a your collection. Back. Check your back issue, baby. DC kids. did a collection of maybe eight, ten years ago of those. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if some, these are going to warm up some of the back issue bins tomorrow. Oh, probably. All you speculators out there, make sure you go out there and buy your back issues of Creature Commander. That sounds like a fun book. But it's an, ep- it's an animated show, yeah. so there's only so much... I don't see a lot of these animated shows going nuts. Yeah. You know, live action. But they did a great job with Harley Quinn. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly it's not about how much you can animate. It's about writing them. Funny you should say that. That's not on the list. Yeah. Harley, the Harley Quinn animated is not on the list. Yeah. Waller is going to be an HBO series starring, is it Viola Davis? Yeah. As Amanda Waller. And it'll be in the world of the Peacemaker, which coincidentally stars James Gunn's wife in that little... Right. What was it? X. What was that? What's the group that Task Force Task X? Task Force X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool. You know what would be cool about that? It would be like a Mission Impossible. I don't oh, yeah. know what it's going to be. Well, because that's what Suicide Squad they was could, technically. They could grab recruit people. Yeah, Captain Adam is in it. All these obscure, character, obscure characters to have yeah. them die in a mission. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. That's going to be an HBO series like Peacemaker here. Lanterns where Greg Briganti. Right, Berlanti. Berlanti. Uh, it's going to focus on all the Green Lanterns, not just one. Right. The whole core, uh, spotlighting Hal Jordan and John Stewart right. as the as the Earth. But that's a, yeah, but that's that one they retooled that one years. The original idea on. was actually kind of cool because it was more generations. Yeah. It was Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Golden Age, then, and then Hal Jordan, and then Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner, and then, and then yeah. John Stewart. Uh, John Stewart. Well, maybe they'll Over make the appearances ages. there. Yeah. But that's going to be a series as well. I mean, a lot of these shows were all in development, I think. Lanterns? Well, that one was. Yeah. The, yeah, that one just got retooled. Here's one that surprised me, and you worked on this book as well. The Authority. Oh, yeah? It's going to be a movie. Interesting. That's okay. Now that, if you don't know out there, that was Warren Ellis. Yeah. John Cassidy. Yeah. You worked on some of those issues, too. The Authority. Terry, what was that the Terry Dodson? And Terry a bunch Dodson. of people worked on it for Wildstorm. Oh, um, oh, what's the guy? Derek Robertson. I think it? also Quitely well, did it too. That's Transmetropolitan. Frank Quitely did it too. It's about a. Uh, it's basically a futuristic archaeologist. Here's the right? thing. No, what? no, no. You're still the Authority. Yeah, the, the Authority is basically like Wildstorm's fake Justice League. 
So you had oh. the Midnighter, what, what who was I the fake of? Batman, and then you had Apollo or something, who was the fake Superman. What's, I thought the authority was that uh, archaeologist people. What's no, that no, story? No, that was a different one. That wasn't called the authority? No, the authority was basically, I think it might have been started by... Oh, I even think, think it, it might have been, been Grant inter- Morrison started that. Am I thinking interplanetary? Yeah, no, that's, planetary was the. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, of. that's not. The oh, same I'm totally off. Then I don't know then the authority. The authorities, like I said, it was Wildstorm's version of the Justice League before they were part of DC. So you had a fake Superman, you had a fake Justice League, and they basically did political well, content with it. So much for that. I have to go educate <laughs> myself on that. I was thinking the other one was better. No, the planetary would be great. Because that's you one could, thing. Get yeah, planetary. They were, they were like John, super James Scrap the authority. No <laughs> offense planetary. to authority. Do planetary. <laughs> I don't think I've read the authority. Was it a Vertigo book? It ran forever. No, it was a Wildstorm book. Nineties yeah. when they bought before, it before DC bought yeah. Wildstorm yeah. in like ninety eight okay. or ninety whenever two thousand. Is it big with the kids? No. Well, but it's kind of like be a it, movie. it was an inspiration in a way for Ultimates. Oh really? Yeah. It was like a badass version of the Justice Because Marvel didn't do Ultimates until like 2000, 2001, whatever. This was before that, and it was, again, it was clever, but it was like they took the Midnighter and Apollo were like a a gay lover. I know the Midnighter. I remember that character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Apollo. Paradise Lost, which will uh, focus on a Themyscira, Wonder Woman's island paradise home. Basically, like a history of. Paradise Island. Is that a soft reboot for Wonder Woman? Yeah, probably. I call it Paradise Island, but it's called Paradise Lost. See, I always grew up with Paradise Island. Yeah. But Paradise Lost is a title. No, I know that, but I'm saying that's a John Milton. Right, they're doing like a little... No, but when did they start really calling with Themyscira? That was Perez, right? No, it existed before It was always there? Yeah. All right. I always go, oh, Paradise Island. That's where the Amazons live. Yeah. I didn't get technical about it. Uh, all right. Well, you're right. Soft reboot of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Which I got to just as a personal note, not having Gal Gadot, she was she made Wonder She's like the Linda was Carter awesome. was the 70s. Yeah. This yeah. was the modern version. Yeah. So she should have got a job, not a pink slip. Brave and Bold, which will focus on Batman teaming up with different heroes. It's a movie. Oh, okay. Maybe a series of movies. I don't know. Yeah. That would be a good TV series, but you want Batman on the big screen. You don't want him on a weekly show. Because they did a Brave and Bold cartoon, which was one of the better yeah, cartoons. Yeah, it, it was great. Next to... Um, Diedrich Bader. Next the, to the anime series. That's right. Yeah, it was very wacky. The Robin in this series, or movie, will be uh, Damian Wayne. They got rid of Burt... Uh, not Burt Warren. They got rid of Dick Grayson. They got rid of Tim Drake. They got rid of the girl, yeah. Carrie. Now it's Damian. It could so be fun if they cast a 10-year-old kid. You got it. That's a problem with hiring it's, kids. It's a They're going to age out. Gonna, right, right. Yeah. Or you get a little small person. Well, no, you, I mean, he doesn't have to be the same age every no. if they do multiple movies. No, that's true. But I wonder what they're going to do with that. Well, here's a confusing thing already. I've already hit a snag. Brave and Bold, the next one is the Robert Pattinson Batman sequel. Yeah. So now you're going to have two Batmans in one universe. Well, you have two, yo- two Jokers already, right? Oh, There's yeah, you a, do. The new Joker movie, yeah, yeah and then... Whatever yeah. else is in I mean, there. And that too. exists already. So. Yeah. Can I get another one? Yeah. 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 I mean, it is what it is. I just wonder are they making these for John Q. Public, who just wants to go see a movie about Batman, or are they making it for the fan base? Because we well, know the difference. There's going to be a fan base. No, but we know the separation. Yeah. Go, oh no, that one's the Pattinson yeah. universe, and that one's the Brave and Bold, which is probably. I don't think. I mean, people. 
they go to see a movie, they see it. It's not like you could see the Christopher Nolan ones and go, well, that this Michael isn't, Keaton? you're right, this isn't Mike, this isn't I gotta Adam tell West. you, when Batman Begins <laughs> came out, yeah. I was confused when I first saw it, because I was like, is this take place in the universe with Michael Keaton? Is right. this supposed to be, because I never had seen, right. like, a reboot like that before, right, and right. I'm like, where does this fit in? And then I'm like, oh, it's a new thing. So, yeah. I mean, that was the first time they did that. It's the DC multiverse. Or the James Bond world. It's but like, I'm saying, like, yeah. the DC multiverse has existed multiple Earths years ago. Multiverse is a heady concept for your normies out there. They're like, what are you more. talking about? Well, not now. because I mean, now it's basically anything goes and they can put it all in that oh, envelope yeah. of multiple Doctor Earths. Strange and then, and then yeah. Spider-Man yeah, meets yeah. all the other Spider-Man. I mean, so it's the like, funny thing yeah. is Marvel always beats DC to their own concepts. I know. You know? Yeah. That's true. Are they doing Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah. As a movie? Yeah. Is that one? No, it's not. No, I'm okay. saying, oh, God. Because they they're going to the, do Secret well, no, Wars. They're going to beat them to it, too. Yeah, but they did it on the TV show. I know. But nobody was paying attention. The CW did it. Yeah. They did a good job with it for, for what, what, for low budget. budget. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, so after that, this is one that will make Dan Jurgens' uh, bank account very happy. Booster Gold is going to be an HBO TV series. Oh, cool. Similar to Peacemaker. Well, congrats to Dan. Yeah. So that'll be something to see. As long as they don't rewrite all those creator de- deals. No. No, I think Gunn's pretty fair. So Booster Gold will be a TV series. Booster Gold's always been like a fan favorite. It's always, I remember, I see people cosplay as Booster Gold. Yeah. Well, Booster Gold ran for a fair long time as a series. Yeah, but it didn't really. I don't think fans really kind of latched onto it when they uh, when he joined the Justice League. Well, here's the in the last one. Believe oh no, there's two more. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Well, why have her called Supergirl if she's going to be a woman of tomorrow? Because she's not a woman yet. That's tomorrow. Because she's still a girl. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know, maybe it goes in reverse time. She's a woman now, and then what tomorrow the, she's a girl. What was the Superman book called? Man of Tomorrow. Yeah, it was it called Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the Superman, word man, man twice. Of tomorrow, yeah, probably. Man of Steel. Yeah, Superman, Man of Steel. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Right. Focuses on the adventures of Superman. That sounds cool. I mean, they've wanted to do something. Well, for they just a while. had a Supergirl show for four or five years. But that's a show or a movie. It's a movie. Okay. I mean, there have there hasn't been a movie since Hell It's Later. That was a horrible movie. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. Well, she was supposed to be in that uh, canceled. Um... No, she's actually. In... Oh, spoil. You want me to do a spoiler alert? Sorry, they put the toys out before in... the movie. She's flash. in. Flash. She's in their Flash. Okay. They just unveiled all yeah. the Funko Pops, and they said, "Don't look here if you don't want to be spoiled." And I go, right. "What am I going to spoil?" And then. Okay, if you're listening to this, don't listen for the next minute. They showed <laughs> all the figures coming out for this movie. Yeah. There was the Ben Affleck Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman, a Supergirl character, uh, a Dark Flash, which right. I don't know what Dark Flash is. It wasn't Professor Zoom. That was or the something. one from Speed for the Speed. It's Force. all black. Yeah. Yeah. Then they had the Flash, um, and Wonder Woman was the other secret one. So I guess Gal Gadot. Did you buy all those? I didn't buy any one. They oh. just released them last night. They showed pictures of them. Oh, they're not in storage. They're not yet. in storage yet. Oh. No. But I'm thinking this might be Gal Gadot's final appearance as Wonder Woman since they filmed this, and Ezra Miller's The Flash yeah. and all that. Oh, and also all the existing movies 
are unaffected. So the Flash still comes out, Aquaman still comes out. Uh, there was another one that's coming out. Shazam. Oh, Shazam. Yeah, yeah, Shazam. And that's that. And the last thing to tell you that on my <laughs> 59th birthday in 2025, yes, July 11th, the day after my my 59th birthday, you and I, God willing, if I stop eating the Twinkies and don't die of a massive coronary, <laughs> we'll have another pizza. I will be sitting there watching... Superman Legacy, whatever that means, new Superman movie okay. coming your way on July 11, 2025. So, uh, so that's got, on a fast track because that's well, basically... Well, 2025 is two years. Yeah, yeah, a little over two years. So you're going to cast it this year, film it later this yeah. year, effects next year, yeah. in theaters. Yeah. You got to... Yeah. Yeah, it's fast you track. You wouldn't want to wait... Well, how many years has it been since a Superman movie? Yeah, no, I'm since just 2017 saying. But I'm saying usually you read about these things and then they say it's well, coming in 2025. I'll tell you what. Like, wow, that's science fiction. They're, man. they're they're phasing out the Superman and Lois TV show, yeah. which is a smart idea. Not that because the show's bad, is I think it's very good. You just don't want to have. Why should I go to the movies and pay to see Superman on the screen when I can watch it at home for yeah, free? But it could run through 2024. I heard three seasons. It's over. Yeah. Now, another little tie-in. Mike Cutlets from The Walking Dead, Band yeah. of Brothers, Fame yes. and Fortune and Glory, guest of Terrificon, coming back to Terrificon this summer, has been cast as Lex Luthor in Superman Lois Season 3. Right. I talked to Mike last week. I said, Michael, when I see you in the summer, will you have hair or will you be shaving? He goes, we're still talking about that. Because <laughs> I don't think he wants to shave his head. Certain people That's look all right. That's job, man. Yeah, we're Lex Luthor. But I think with that reddish hair of his, he's going to look more like the chubby Lex Luthor from the 80s, John Byrne, Man of Steel. Or the... When was there ever a Superman? He was red hair, red hair. in the, the Superman. Remember? Oh, you're talking about that kid? Lex, No, Lex Luthor, who was clone, a clone of the original. That's yeah. the one that was in the Death oh, of Superman. Yeah, but he was a young kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, the death of Superman. I'm talking about movie wise. No, but he was in the, death, in the death of Superman. He was the red haired, long, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of long, yeah. uh, not a mullet. Alexander, he was, wasn't he? Alexander yeah. the Great. He was a clone yeah. of Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor yeah. Right. But he pre- supposedly was no, a long lost when son. Byrne, when Byrne did it, he wasn't completely bald, right? No, he had like red on the fringes. Like on the sides. fringes. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he was old, he could have done the Donald Trump comb over. <laughs> was that? I always thought that was based on Trump. Burns, Burns, um, possibly. 80s. I know that when we were when we were doing Adventures of Superman, that I was specifically thinking Trump. I always thought that. Yeah. Even when they came out with that book, yeah, that the unauthorized yeah. biography of Lex Luthor, yeah, it yeah. modeled the cover of the Donald Trump autobiography. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was well in the works. Yeah. Why did they shift to make him a big chubby guy? Because he was originally a chubby guy in the fifties. Because. And then he went to that super power like, guy. Yeah, it was like green, he was. He was Spandex. like a doppelganger of Superman, and he had the armor, the yeah, green the, and the green and the and purple magenta with the, armor, with the rocket. We were boots. just trying to take him back to the roots. Yeah, you know whose idea was it to give him the kryptonite ring to get cancer? That was that was Burn. And Bur- you know what? You, it, people don't realize that comics used to be really. I mean, like I think I told you last. At some point when we talked about this, how I was yeah. writing the Superman. Wedding or not the wedding, the the engagement issue, yeah. which was Superman fifty, and it was plotted that Lois Lane was going to say no. And while I was working on my pages, I was like, 
it seems like she'd say yes. Right, so yeah. I called up Carlin, and Carlin goes, you're right, and everything changed. Yeah. With Byrne, Byrne actually added the page in the comic. Um, I forget what one of his la- later issues or whatever, but he added a page after the the book was done he has like an unused page yeah. that he scrapped yeah. in favor of oh Lex is going to lose his finger, finger his hand yeah. or yeah. whatever his finger initially or the hand yeah first it was the finger and then yeah. the whole hand so that happened kind of impulsively oh. and it was a cool idea it was yeah he was getting radiation because it was the thing that he was using it was using the to keep Superman ring, away from him yeah. but it was also like a totem in a way yeah. you know this is the thing that can kill Superman but it winds up killing him yeah so there you go. But that didn't require any official, like, yeah. we have to talk to the publisher or we have to talk to Warner yeah, Brothers. It's a story. We used to get to do that. And now you used apparently. To have to it? No, no, we didn't have to. Jeanette oh. Kahn signed off, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Paul Levitz, whatever. Dick Giordano. Yeah. But now it's like everything has to go to corporate. Oh, really? And that's nuts. How creative well, can you they, be? They don't want to, like, upset you have the to, licensing? You I have guess? to pitch. It's crazy that you have to pitch to. Two Some corporate face that nobody knows. Yeah. There's somebody in charge of DC Comics publishing. Well, did you think James Gunn's telling the comic book people they got to come and tell him what they're doing with the book? No, but he's... That's I don't know too if he's, much He's work. not taking over that. No, but... But the person who's in charge of it, um, it apparently has to be vetted and... Not vetted. It has to be uh, asked. No. They put proposals to... Yeah. It's weird. I honestly thought he was going to do more Tom King stuff. Because he had been hinting at some Tom King properties the last couple months. He's like, this is a but great this is the book. First, this is only the this first, first round of it. Yeah, yeah. Because he showed a cover of him reading Adam Strange, the yeah, yeah, yeah. new Tom King book. And then the... But here's a question, though. The, tar- the goes human target. This. If they're doing yeah. Amanda Waller, are they not doing Peacemaker season two? They didn't say that. Is Peacemaker going to be in, in, rolled into that? I don't know. Probably, I would say. Because they had announced a Peacemaker they season it was two. Confer- but that was before... Everything switched over. And if everything's a reboot, and Amanda Waller's not a reboot, that's kind of interesting too, right? Yeah, that's good. Well, look at Batman; they're not rebooting now. That's in its own universe. Maybe Amanda Waller's in a reboot. But they're going to reboot. They're going to have a new Batman in the DC. Yeah, and the Brave and Bold thing. You know what? I, I understand why there's the multiverses and all that stuff, but Jesus Christ, it's a lot to keep track of. Well, but here's the thing. In the idea of a multiverse, yeah. In general, is to let you do your own creative. It's like, stuff. did you watch everything all at once or whatever? Yeah, that movie? I did. Yeah, yeah. So basically, if you, it's it's still you in multiple universes. So in a sense, yeah. Amanda Waller can still be Amanda Waller in a different world. It's not like they're recasting Amanda Waller. No, she could be Amanda Waller when she was Angela Bassett in the, the Green Lantern. But movie. I'm saying the problem, yeah. I guess, with say Henry Cavill is if they're specifically choosing a younger actor. Yeah. Then of course you that can't play it. Or if Gal Gadot, they're specifically choosing someone younger, like a teenager. Yeah. Then they're not going to play it. No. But it's still the same character. Right. Just like in the comics. Superman's the same character. He's just different iterations. Yeah, different like, versions. Like yeah. Earth 2. Well, they just brought him back. I just read that Action Comics 1051. Oh, Superman's I read it, yeah. back. Oh, it's good. It's really good. But there's so many Supermen now. Yeah. There's Clark Kent. There's John Kent. There's Supergirl. There's yeah. Super This. There's I'm well, like Bebo the, the Super Monkey's back. When I was working on the, the All-Star Squadron, yeah. 
Superman, 1940s Superman. That's right, with the gray hair. In, Walt, in All-Star Squadron. Yeah. But he was young. Yeah. Right? Because it was still yeah. 1940s. But when they showed him in the old When JSA, they showed him in the 70s and the 80s, temples. he had the gray temples, which yeah. is a good way to distinguish him. Right. Um, but he's still basically the same guy. Yeah. You know, that's what's kind of interesting. Well, I know. And books are one thing, but movies are another animal, yeah. I, I think. Well, you have so. actors that you can't... They can't de-age him? Like Harrison You Ford. can, but... It's a trick. It's easier to just recast. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Because you don't have to pay them their whatever their so, fees are either. No, but I was surprised. <laughs> Creature Commandos is probably the only... Is Swamp Thing. I think Swamp Thing's too good a character to just let go away. Yeah. So they're like that. Yeah, yeah. But I was surprised that they didn't do the Justice League. Now, here's what Justice League I was thinking of. The Dematius, Keith Giffen, yeah. Maguire. Yeah. I thought that was going to be its own TV show, movie. Well, the thing, because, but that has all of them in if it. If they're relaunching, and everything's now, being rebooted, be a good movie. If you bring them all together, like you should, like Marvel did. Yeah. If you do your Superman, yeah. your Wonder Woman, yeah. your Green Lanterns, and then you make a movie yeah. that assembles all. And of at them. the time, Warner is the That's one what that the plan was. Warner is the one that pushed the idea of, oh, we're going to create the Justice League, and, and solo we're going to try to incorporate everything yeah. first. Yeah, you know. Because they wanted to catch up with Marvel. Yeah. Because yeah. Avengers had made a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's... No, but I like that. It's though. all knee-jerk stuff. It's better if you can establish them first. Yeah. And then you establish your Batman, you establish your Wonder Woman, your Superman, and other universe characters. Right. And then they all show up in Crisis. But do you think he has to do an or- Do you think he has to do another origin story for Superman? You could do it. You don't have to spend do 40 spend minutes the- with it. Uh, yeah. Just like with the, the, the beauty of... Like Spider-Man, doing opening credits. Like, Well, you the know. beauty of any of those things is you could do something quickly when audiences like... Remember like Superman 2, how it opened up? A better one With is... Flashbacks. A better example sequence. is Batman 89. Because Batman 89 didn't have a whole origin story. No, it You didn't. were already introduced to Batman. Yeah, but I remember they tricked you on that one. Because I thought that was little Bruce Wayne in the beginning of the movie yeah. when you see the well, cut was a through cool the bit. theater yeah, yeah. That was a cool, but, and then but, you go oh no he's but ultimately up. you don't need to waste an hour of a movie no unless you've got something specific to tell no and I like the fact that the new Spider-Man movies they didn't even bother with it yeah they just go, it was a throwaway line it's like yeah the spider's dead bad things but happen. there's a certain yeah. point where it's like with Sherlock Holmes everybody you knows. don't need to know the origin right, right. you know um no, that's true. The characters show up in the comics. They okay. don't show up as their. Well, they never did a Thor Don Blake story. I mean, where there wasn't a Superman stuff. origin until years into or a while into. They did a little bit. They hinted at it, but it wasn't like you. You just saw the like the couple of panels. Yeah, and there yeah. he is in the orphanage, yeah. and there suddenly he's Superman. Yeah, you don't really need it, especially characters that everybody kind of knows. Wasn't that the radio show that introduced the whole Krypton and the planet and Jor-El? Um, I think there's. There's like a little bit of it. I know Lex the, Luthor was a radio yeah, show. Yeah, Lex, Lex and Kryptonite came out of the show. Yeah, but was, yeah. uh, Jerry Siegel was going to introduce Kryptonite, I guess. Oh, all right. Um, I don't know. So what are you, are you, are you looking forward to all these now? You think it's going to be a breath of fresh air? Honestly, i got to tell you, I'm you, not looking forward to anything. Why? Because. Because of all the There's backlash? always so much. No, because there's always so much new stuff. Just in general, like you, you, you like go. Every day oh, there's something the I gotta watch yeah. on Netflix, or something yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah, watch because yeah, 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 yeah. I'm paying for it. It takes a little bit of the immediacy, like oh, I'm really looking forward. The last movie that I really looked forward to was was honestly was Man of Steel, 
And then the Marvel stuff, it's like, oh my god, I can't I wait gotta, to yeah, see, see the next episode. I can't wait to yeah. see whatever Quantum you know, Media. Do. No, yeah. but it, I don't really. It's not that I don't want to see it. I just don't have that. It's gonna. I know Burning I'm gonna desire. see it. It's not like I think the one that did it for Marvel was the Endgame movie because they built up to so yeah, much. Yeah. I couldn't wait to yeah. see how they're gonna get yeah. out of this. When yeah. half of the when half of the universe was destroyed in a right, snap. Right. You're no, like, that was how cool. are they gonna save this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like tune in next week to so see how a, the Avengers. It's not save a value everything. judgment. It's just yeah. like getting overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much stuff coming out. That's true. That it becomes like I like I, I would look forward to a Peacemaker. Series too, immediately. Yeah. They didn't mention the the um, penguin. No, the penguin that wasn't on that article because it's part of the the Batman the, thing. Yeah, it's part you of. You know the what's Bat so Reeves. funny? I remember. Um, what just got announced? But they just announced that the penguin thing was going to start filming in New York. Oh, maybe I they just have saw it yesterday. Contracts or something? Because I'm like, well, if they keep that Batman and the Joker too, that's already filming as we speak. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of off the James Gunn. Big plan, yeah. But I mean, do you care? It's made a billion dollars. Think about so it, though. Throw that out. Like, I mean, oh. think about this. Yeah. Like Marvel's got their Phase Five or whatever they yeah, hell it is. Yeah, Phase Five now. Yeah. So, do you really care? No, I just or are you just them. along for the I ride? I just go see them. I'm You're so, going to see yeah. them anyway. I go, oh look, Ant Man's in a new movie. Oh, Kang's in it. Yeah, right. you know. But I'm saying like, there's not that same anticipation like no. when there was that drought and there were no superhero movies. One, Shazam's coming out. Yeah. Hey. You know what's so funny? It opens on the weekend of uh, GamerCon, so oh. I might be able to see with you on that Thursday night. Then the next day, I got to go do my job. My five days a year I work. Right. But I'm like, I saw the trailers for it, and it's him versus Helen Mirren, yeah. and it's like the, all the gods. It, because he has broken that character up into six other people, yeah. there's a lot of tension that's not there. But yeah. if it was only like Shazam must or Captain Marvel must right. fight for. Who, but if he gets taken out, you get the other five. So yeah. it's like there's not really a threat, you know. Did you see a deleted scene where they had them sitting in the chairs? You know where they go? Like, how would you see a deleted scene? I saw a scene. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know where I saw it now, but they were in chairs. Yeah. And it's he's in the center throne, and then the other ones. Oh, are this, at the end of the first movie, they show. Oh, the, they said, "Why is there the seven thrones. chairs?" Right. Right. Yeah, that's where it was. Right. Then it said, "Oh, there's only six of us." Right. Why is there a seventh one? Right. Leaving it open for Black Adam, right? But that ain't gonna ever happen, right? Now. So, oh well. What Thank you, you Dwayne Rock Johnson. That would be an exciting movie, Shazam versus Black that's Adam. That's what I thought was gonna happen. As soon as they announced it, I said, "Oh, sh- that's gonna be number that's two gonna be Shazam or three. Yeah. That's the culmination of these yeah. movies." Here's Billy Batson, and now he's like his real challenge. Unfortunately, I mean, and then they—I can tell you how it would have been. They come across as villains and right. fighting. Then they team up right. to fight a, a major, like force. Mr. Mind right, right. or, or Doctor, what's right. his name, Savannah. Right. It, that's how it should have been. Yeah, yeah. But no. But that's the problem with egos. Egos. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, everybody carves out their little fiefdom. Yeah. So, I heard John Cryer, who was the previous Lex Luthor on TV, yeah. said before he left, he proposed to them, why don't you do a Lex Luthor assembling a Legion of Doom type of show? And they said, nah, we're not doing that. And they threw yeah. it out. It was on the Supergirl show. Yeah. He wanted to show them putting together Black Manta right. and, you know, this one and that one. They said, it's too complicated for TV and, you know, can't... Because they have them all. They've done Cheetah. Yeah. They've done the Riddler. They've done them all. You could have had them all. Would the Legion of Doom be anything, based on what they have existing, right, at that, it would from be the awkward. CW shows... 
It wouldn't be that great. No, would it? it'd be a, like a Saturday morning cartoon, yeah. honestly. Because yeah. I mean, I always felt like that was a cartoon. Thing. Like there was one problem I have with Wonder Woman, not the movies, but in the comics, is like, why is Cheetah her big villain? I never got that either. You know, it's like, like her big oh, villain should be. She's an apex predator. Hercules. What does that mean? I would. Do, you know what I mean? Her yeah. villain should yeah. be Hercules. Level. It should be a god level person. Yeah. <laughs> or like the person that does. I always saw. Didn't they do a story like that? Yeah. You know how she had that contest where she won the lasso and she right, won the right, thing? Right, right, right. But what about the runner-up? Right. Did they do an episode or something where the second... I thought it was the Captain yeah, Lee Crosby. Yeah. The, the, the person that came in second was oh, the bad yeah, guy. Yeah. And she went to go work for Ricardo yeah. Montalban. Yeah. If you didn't see that 1975 Wonder Woman TV movie, you have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. And right then now. she wound up staying on Fantasy Island. And I she have never no left. idea what happened. But. but no, like, I would... Like, with the Shazam thing... Yeah. I don't want to write it off because there's clearly more going on than they're going to put out in a trailer. I hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, but is it a dead... It doesn't is, excite me to have dead, them fighting a dragon. Is it a dead franchise? It's like, no. they're not going to do another thing. Well, here's the deal. And again, this this goes for any one of these things. But If Shazam makes a billion dollars, I guarantee back. you it's yeah. going to be there. If Aquaman makes a billion dollars again, they're I guarantee you they're going to do something yeah. with it. They're not stupid. It's a business. If the Flash makes a billion dollars, they're going to be another Flash movie. They'll bail them out. It's always money. No right? kidding. I mean, it's not like everybody wants to think there's a... You and I saw Aquaman. We thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. And then it made a billion dollars. Yeah. And I go, well, what do we know? Somebody yeah. liked it. And I'm not going to shit on people who liked it. No. They liked it. Fine. They found something that I didn't. But I, I still don't... I think it's like a really weak movie because I don't think a black... Whatever his name, Black Manta or whatever he is. Black Manta with that giant I didn't helmet. Think like how, I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. How is he a villain for Aquaman? Well, he was in the comics, but... <clears throat> but I'm just saying... You could draw that, but in reality, having a, a hamburger head like Mr... <laughs> I was like, how does he lift his head? I just don't you see... You come up behind him. Hey, buddy, what? Where? Who are you? I can't see I mean, him. I understand like Lex Luthor is even... Yeah. Like in the movies... They, every movie has to have Lex Luthor. Yeah, and I, I remember thinking, like, Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel because it doesn't have Lex Luthor. Every That's Superman movie other... doesn't have to have... Spoiler alert. Guy. Mitch, just remember what the other figure was. What? General Zod. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Why? For for the Flash? Because Zod was pivotal. Yeah, but there's no Superman in the movie. But if Zod kills Superman, maybe he succeeds. Oh, uh, multiverse? Yeah, why not? Oh, so that was the other figure. I mean, Zod was the best motivated villain yeah. in all of yeah, the DC he had, stuff. he was a soldier. He had a mission to bring He was trying Krypton. to keep their yeah. bloodline going. Yeah. Well, he's in the movie. Yeah. So, him, maybe he's with Supergirl. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. This July, maybe? When this Flash is June or out? July. Yeah. I have no idea anymore. But anyways, I wouldn't write off Shazam because I think the first movie had like really quirky, fun touches in yeah, it. Yeah. And this is going to have that, definitely. Yeah. But there's got to be some a- aspect that they they're not wanting to give away. You don't want to be the cannibal run of superhero movies. Hey, look how funny Zach Levy is. <laughs> He's a laugh riot. His padded suit is even bigger shoulders. But I mean, again, the, the fun of that movie was all the stuff interacting yeah, the as a kid. And yeah. The, yeah. The greatest American hero shtick. Yeah. But now he should know what he's doing. Unless they pick up immediately after the last And one. then how long are you going to play that card? Because yeah. what if he grows up to be an adult? It's like, well, right, right. now he's an adult and he's yeah. still acting like a goofball. It's like, Well, then, then you know, Zach Levy plays both parts. He was too old now. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, no, well. See, comic-wise, no. you're you thinking could do Captain Marvel Jr., then he would be yeah. a mentor yeah. to the next young kid. Yeah. Whatever. Again, comic books exist, continuously published. Yeah. It's a, it's a totally different thing for movies because people age. In comics, they don't age. No, I know. You just renumber them and so you start over and you put a little bit different spin on the origin yeah. for whatever the time is, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure Gunn... He's not going to direct, obviously, all these shows. He can't no, do all that. No. But he's going to be the... He's the directing he's, Superman, he's, obviously. He's, do, he's, yeah. doing, he's writing and directing the Superman movie. So here's one for you. He's the Kevin Feige. He had talked about maybe incorporating some of the, Guardi- the Guardians actors. the Bibbo check out. No, but I was oh. thinking, like, could you picture... Oh. Brainiac? No, Dave Batista. Played by Dave Batista. Dave Batista is Bibbo. No, you waste him there. I think no. Michael... Rooker. Rooker is Bibbo. But Dave Batista could play Brainiac. Which Brainiac? Are you talking about the, the Carnival Barker one that was the mental? He could start that way or he could just do the, Brainiac as the alien guy. Why not? Uh, I was I honestly like the robot one they came out with when Gil Kane made Brainiac that big robot thing. It was a robot ship kind of thing. Yeah, with yeah. that big death skull looking yeah. thing. I always thought that was all right. Not the green guy there. with the things on his head. But they could do that. I saw know? that this weekend. Somebody had that. They were selling a copy of it at the show. Of which? The first appearance of Brainiac. was on the cover. Brainiac. The oh, oh, the yeah. comic. The comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Somebody had it at the show I was at. That, that was like 50s? or was that? 50s. And yeah. then, you know what was weird? Appearance of Silver Age Catwoman on Lois Lane. Which I didn't realize she made an appearance on there first. They said it was the first appearance of the... You know, with the purple dress and the green... Selena Kyle? As Catwoman, it was on the cover of Lois Lane. Interesting. She had the whip and everything. Well, because they had a... Didn't they have a different Catwoman in the... uh, Batman? In the 40s? Yeah, they did, but I thought that would have been in the Batman book. But it said this is her first appearance of the modern Catwoman, and it was in a Lois Lane comic, which is weird. Well, it's like in the 40s, they had the Huntress... And the Huntress not was the not Huntress. connected no, to Batman. No, not the other one. No. So Huntress really existed from the no. 70s in a DC. So, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm just saying, like, comic book continuity is not movie continuity. No, no, no. And it's going to be its own thing, and that's just the way it is. Mm. You know? I mean, I'm, it always... I guess we're just going to start to see all this James Gunn stuff next year. Yeah. They'll have to get through all this existing stuff well, he, this year. Guardians of the Galaxy still has to come out, too. You know yeah, what that's, I mean? that's, all, that's Marvel. That's all. But I'm just saying, like in a way, he has he, to he's probably got a part two, May. probably yeah. a part two announcement after that. Yeah. You know. Now he's full on. He's doing it because there's pressure and everybody wants some news that they can chew over or whatever. I think, as far as the Marvel world goes, here's what Kevin Feige's exit plan is: he does Secret Wars, where he brings all the characters back together for one big battle, kind of like. You know, everybody comes back. Right. Iron Man, Chris Evans, everybody comes back. And at the end of it, the Beyonder just snaps his fingers and restarts the whole Marvel Universe. And then you can do everything all over again. Right, right. With all new younger actors. Right. And you could do Captain America in World War II. Right. And Iron Man could be more of a, you know, techie I still kid. think it would be cool if they did an Invaders. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Cue the music right If they now. did an Invaders, though... They could do that right now. Oh, the they Invaders! Need, but you had Submariner. They just I was need to cast a Golden Age. That when they showed Black Panther when we were watching been, it, yeah, that they flashed to him like taking a Nazi sub. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! They still could do great. that. 
Yeah, you don't know what happened. And the I mean, Human Torch, they already said he existed because they had him in the glass jar. I mean, there's loopholes to have Captain America have off. had more, because they had the montage of him fighting World War II. Or you could have had Captain America disappear just like he did, yeah. but they tell the public, just like they did in the comics, right. there still is Captain America, right. and you have that other yeah. character come yeah. in. Yeah, it was the uh, Patriot, I believe. Right, right. That was a Roy. I mean, there's if. plenty of things they could do. I mean, Roy was just trying to... Fit that continuity with the 1950s Batman. Yeah. I mean, Captain America be reintroduced. Yeah, Mr. Blue Sky comes on coincidentally. This oh. is the opening song from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So here's something that's, again, music oriented. Yeah. Uh, I bought, we, my daughter and I watched Weird Science just yeah. for fun. Yeah. I don't recall Kelly ever LeBron. seeing it. Oh, I it's saw it. It's not a great movie. No, it's not. It, it's very problematic now. Bill Paxton's in it. It's funny in spots. But yeah. anyways, yeah, it's Michael got a Hall. great Oingo Boingo, Danny Elfman. Oingo Boingo, yeah, that's, that's a right. weird Danny science. Danny Elfman's song. from there. So I hear that, and I'm like, oh, crap. I'm going to find that. And I found the album that's on. Yeah. And uh, the album has a song on it. This is from 85. Yeah. An Oingo Boingo album. Yeah. That sounds so, so much like the David Hasselhoff song at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Oh, two. the Guardians scene? Yeah. It sounds so much like that, even with the tonal and the, the Really? The and the words? Yeah, Danny Elfman's vocal yeah, tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, holy crap, they must have been inspired by this. Yeah. It was just kind of funny. And then before the show started, you played me a song that you found that sounds a lot like the Zack Snyder yeah, the, uh, from Batman that, Superman. The, yeah, the heavy the kind bass of heavy guitar. The electric guitar. Yeah, it's coming yeah. from the voids, which yeah. is Julian Casablancas, who was the lead singer of the Strokes. Wow. Um, it sounded a lot like it. But that album it. came out in 2014. I was like, there's no there's, way that didn't inspire close. Zack Snyder too to say, close. hey, I yeah. want this sound. I want this rock and roll sound. Oh, yeah, no. As soon as you played it, I go, yeah. that's the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah. So it's just funny. But... Again, everybody's inspired by what they, what's around them. That's the problem. What? I, I, t- I talk to about this all the time. There's like, whenever you look back, so I say you look, you're, you're looking at a comic that you read in 1960s, yeah. whatever, late, whatever. I read comics in the 60s. You're re- reading stuff in the 70s. Everything it doesn't exist in a vacuum. No. So each of the, your version of your favorite version of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's right? probably the one I read when I was. A but kid. it also exi- it doesn't exist in a vacuum. It exists in the time that it was made in. Yeah. People forget that context when they look back on stuff. No, I just kind of remember. I can pick up like, oh, this is a Roy. No, book. but I'm saying like there's seventy references. Like, hey, like, Doctor Leary, turn on and turn. turn like on. looking at the Cap- Captain America Nomad storyline doesn't yeah. work unless you incorporate the Watergate. whole Watergate. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So. It's just funny that, like you were mentioning about Lex, why make Lex Luthor the Trump, the, Trump kind yeah, of guy? Because I always thought he was. Is because that, that was also was part of the, the time. Yeah. You had that, and Wall Street yep. did that yeah. in the movie. Gecko. Yeah. You had Gordon Greed Gecko. is Good. Yep. You had this, you know, rise yeah. in, in multimillionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, those things are all valid within I'm the time I'm sure if they, they made an Iron Man now, they'd have like an Elon Musk character be the bad guy. Well, he was set up in a time post. It was still post 9-11. Yeah. So it was a very militarized time. It yeah. made sense. It was, yeah. And it was the perfect time for Iron Man because you couldn't have done that in the 90s. No, because people weren't all war into Right, yeah. right. And Iron Man came out in the 60s and was inspired by Vietnam. the Vietnam War. Yeah. So 
that's the one thing that I think people need to look when they well, look back at all stuff, the you have to look at context. No, yeah, but all the Russians, we got to beat the Russians into space. Yeah, the space, it was the, the very beginning of the yeah. space race. Yeah, because yeah, it was That's 62. why they had to readapt it. It was 1961 or 62? 61. Yeah. 61. But they were like, we got to change this up. You know, how Jordan's a test pilot, that doesn't mean anything to people nowadays. They right. have drones, right. you know? Well, so. I mean, Tom Cruise was a test pilot. So yeah, you, that's true, Maverick. Yeah. I mean, I just watched that this weekend. I, I told you it was it's a good. It's very good. Yeah. It was like a good old fashioned eighties. Yeah, don't but think funny. about it. Well, here's the funny thing, though. What? It's Star Wars. It is Star Wars. The whole trench run at the they end. Got the I'm literally run, sitting there going, oh "My God, the, this is Star Wars." They basically have a faceless enemy. Yeah. I mean, it was a brilliant way yeah, to you, do oh, a you war never tell. movie. Even the first having... movie, they don't tell you which country yeah. is fighting. Because yeah. I'm like, is that Russia? No, I don't know. We don't know. Could be Iraq. It's clever. But it's ultimately Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right? It was good. I enjoyed it. No. Um, but again, the context is important because that started, I think they started, that was supposed to come out in 2019, right? Yeah. And then they got COVID delayed. Yeah. So like if that came out and hadn't been no. finished, well, seven inches. Yeah. it would have been Russia. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, even the, even the 80s, they had the Russian, the bad guy, but they never yeah. said it was Russia. Well, I mean, the 80s was, you know was so, was. 80s was very much Russia. Yeah, I know. Rocky guy. and everything Rock, else. Everything yeah. was Russian. Everything. Yeah. They were the Elite Empire, remember? Yeah. Well, they still are. Yeah. Oh, now they're... But they're going out of business now. Well, it's like, we'll do what we can while we still can. You can hope. <laughs> but it's just funny. That's what I'm saying. Like, history is context. Yeah. And you can't jump into history without understanding what was going on. That's that why, you know what, Mar- honestly, Marvel reprints all their new... There's two Marvel Masterworks. There's the hardcover ones, which are more expensive. Yeah. But then they're doing these small trades for like right, $14 right. that collect the books. Yeah, yeah. They're fun to read. Yeah. But as a historical purpose, because if I gave them to like a, a 12-year-old kid to read, he might look at them like a history book thank yeah. you, and sit there and go, what the hell is this? Because right, you've right. got Spider-Man stopping a space capsule and the Beatles are mentioned. Right, and right. It's like of its time. But like the, even the X-Men oh, the X-Men, mutations yeah. and stuff oh, yeah. in the... 50s, like when I was born was in 57, so, yeah. they were doing the test bombs, yeah, yeah. hydrogen bombs. Yeah. Everybody's trying to make a bigger bomb, oh, yeah, yeah. and they were testing them in Bikini Island and oh, yeah. stuff. And New Mexico. So that's part of all those books. Yeah, yeah. Children of the Atom. Yeah. yeah. In the, the 60s, you have Vietnam. Yep. By the end of the 60s, it was Vietnam protests. Yep. In the you 70s, know, you start getting you have, the anti-heroes. You get your because you have power, power man. Luke you know, Cage. you have your yeah. Richard Nixon and like, oh my God, presidents yeah, 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 yeah. can be shitty. And then the 80s, you switch back to all the military guys because of the, the Reagan Punisher. era. Yeah, it's you the, the gunslinger, yeah. the, the the paladin. Yeah. So it's always kind of like what was the 90s that then? Context goofballs. Well, the 90s stuff is kind of weird. It is weird because it's there's it's, no central identity. You know? It's all over the place. There's a little bit of just. Like almost a throwback to the fifties. Yeah, you've got like the image guys, like the punk rockers, the the wild guys, yeah, yeah. and then you got you guys over there doing your Superman and Batman, trying to keep the yeah. old guard up. Yeah. And then by the end of the decade, all that was gone, and yeah. then they were like, "We got to start from scratch." But nineties was like eighties. You had the Punisher stuff, but yeah, it's more 80s, conservative. The but, big story in the eighties was Bernard Getz on the subway, basically yeah, like but a then death had, wish kind of thing. But you had other stuff going on with AIDS and all that stuff too. Yeah, so that started yeah. working its way into the. So you X-Men. lost you lost the sex re- sexual revolution. No, but to, Claremont. To AIDS. No, but Claremont had way. like the you know gays and yeah, AIDS, yeah. and that worked its way yeah, into yeah. the X Men yeah. stories and stuff like that. So. But I mean, politically, it became an era where people felt like I think Clinton's. 
probably did a lot of good, but Clinton was very polarizing because it was the rise of Is that where you see the split in the comics? You see, like, like conservatives and liberal guys in the books? I think you could still handle if both. You, honestly, I know Grunewald, I personally, I don't think he was a good writer. That's just no. my opinion. But if you just look, especially Punisher, too. I always said that. You could take comic books as a history lesson, what's yeah. going on in the world, yeah. like a little acid litmus test, yeah, yeah. what's going on. Captain America, totally... Like what's going on? Because remember, after nine yeah. eleven, he becomes like this avenging guy. Right, he right. knows Marvel Knights. Books yeah, that was like the first series terrorists and stuff. The first series they did after nine eleven was yeah. um, the Cassidy John Cassidy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it was hard. Edge, and then you came out with the Ultimates, which was like the hardcore Avengers, where yeah. he was killing guys and right, the, right. It was Hulk like was killing guys. Yeah, and, it was almost like fascist Avengers. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the Watchmen meet the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying, though. The fun part about having lived through those eras yeah. is... It's, I could pick up a book and go, oh, yeah, I know exactly what You know what was going, what on. Was going yeah. on, yeah. And that, that context is not usually there when somebody flashes back on something no, or refers no, to it. No, because they're writing from modern eyes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, like nowadays, I don't, I wouldn't know what the hell the kids are looking at. I think there's a lot of violence with authority in books now. Yeah. They're well, all rebelling. But that's logical. Yeah. Right? Because we yeah. came through like several there's a distrust. years of distrust. Yeah, there's a, like the whole Hydra thing. You don't trust the government. It's almost back to the 70s type yeah. of thing. Like well, now you have, but now you, have, you also have the added benefit of of all the misinformation about vi- of the, the COVID stuff. Yeah. You know, that's all going to come to roost in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. You know what that I mean? Started as far as, pick, that started happening with the... Uh, the X-Files because yeah. there was like government was injecting yeah. people and you're like what's this all about you know but that's you know that's what's funny about tracking like you could track it through UFO stories yeah because in the fifth, like the late 40s was the first so-called flying saucers the yeah. Roswell stuff and the flying saucers yeah. over Washington but it's all connected to Russia and that inspired yeah. that inspired comic stuff you know the science the, the flying saucer era yeah, 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 the yeah, science yeah. fiction era was kind of like re-energized by yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. of aliens yeah. and stuff um, it's just interesting because then by the time you get to X-Files, it's like, oh, no, the government knows all this stuff happened, but they kept a lid on it yeah, and they're lying yeah, to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is interesting. Don't trust anyone. That yeah. was the X-Files. So now we're at that point where, because of all the misinformation, nobody wants to trust anything. What do little kids look up to? I don't know. Honestly, the, the I feel one thing bad. We did, but the thing we didn't touch on is... In each era, there are sports people that people look That's up true. to. That's true. You know, and it's like they looked up to them because they were good at a sport. Yeah, because they were just like everybody else. They're not. But they're real. They're, they're not, not super. They're heroes. not a superhero. They're, no, they're just real good guys. at baseball. Yeah, they're, they're good, good at basketball. basketball or something. Yeah, yeah. While they made millions of dollars. Right. As long as you don't find out about their personal <laughs> life. Right. When they're like doing cocaine or trip. You know, right. Cheating on their wives or having twelve kids. And <laughs> right. Then suddenly you're like, wait a minute, that guy's not such a good guy after all. <laughs> But in a way, it's funny. You like the Rocky movies. I like the Rocky I movies. I do, yeah. The Rocky movies actually do track very closely to times and what was in, oh, the, the, 70s. in the air. Yeah. Because the first one to the second one to the third one to the fourth one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah. they all kind of track socially because yeah. they're... It's a, of its time. Yeah. yeah. But he's also the, the underdog mm. little guy. Yeah. Being, beating the big guy. Yeah, the corporations, you know? the governments. Yeah. yeah. But I was thinking about this, like when um, 
there's movies and TV shows and whatever. Yeah. Over the years, somebody was. I was just reading this morning about Night Court. They just rebooted. Yeah, Night I Court. saw that. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. Night Court's doing really it's doing really well. Well, yeah, it's a nostalgia like, thing. Yeah. Why is it? Why? Oh, is, I, I could have told you. There why was this one? Oh no, I could have told you that. And it's because there's all basically Night Court celebrated kooky stuff. Goofy guys. Yeah, it was the people that came it into the courthouse. It wasn't necessarily political. No, it was it was, it was like nutty people. It was crazy. Right? Yeah. So you can still do that, absolutely, without even being overly. Political. That's why, like a show like Northern Exposure was good because everybody was quirky. Yeah, you had the old astronaut, you had the uh, yeah, yeah. The, the disc jockey, yeah. you had the pilot, you had everybody, and they yeah. were all from, you know, different walks How did of life. We wind up here, all thrown right. into a little Gilligan's right. Island type right. of thing, right. really, and that's what made it fun to watch because you're like, oh, everybody had different representation. But that's true, Lost. In the early 2000s, Lost. No. Lost had a bunch of people from different, and you learned a little bit about their background oh, really? after the fact. Yeah. That was the first well, show. It was kind of like that. Lost was the first show to do the dual story. Yeah. Here's what you know about the guy, and then, there's and the then they do arc. the flashback. Yeah. And you go, oh, that person was a criminal. Oh. That was the reveal. That was the cool part about Lost. They, they used it on to great effect in the first couple seasons of Green Arrow. Was the dual story? Oh yeah, when they do that Present, island stuff. Past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, actually, I hated that on the Green Arrow. But I'm saying the first season. I know, of Green but it Arrow made sense when you watched. Yeah, because it gave you an the origin. Background of Oliver. They Queen ran out did. of steam with it by season two. I know two. That when they kept doing it, you're yeah. like enough already. <clears throat> but it was a great bit for the first season. But it was yeah. all based on what they did in Lost. Yeah, yeah. You know, Lost was super influential in that way. Nah. So but anyway, those things all do exist in a time frame. What are you reading lately? We haven't done this in a while. Well, I've been reading a lot of Marvels. Yeah, I, I did good. like I did like human uh, the Human Target thing that Tom, Tom King, King is doing, is doing has been really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really like Venom. This new series of Venom is up to issue fourteen. Oh. And it's Al Ewing. Oh, Al Ewing and, yeah, yeah. and Brian Hitch. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, entertaining. Yeah. I'm not a big Venom fan. I was going to say really never one of my it. favorite characters. Um, the other one that I like is uh, I've been liking the Captain America: Sentinel Liberty. Both of the Captain America books are good. Did you like what they did with Bucky? They turned him into this like. Yeah, it makes sense. New character. Well, yeah, you don't yeah. give anything away, well, but it, it definitely makes sense yeah. that he's not necessarily a bad guy, but he's no. playing one. Yeah, to get deep into yeah, this, he's deep undercover. But I think that's kind of cool. I, I've been liking Spider Man, which I Spider-Man didn't think I, I haven't read Spider Man in a while. No, it's been a fun book lately. Um, uh, that's um, Zeb Wells, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, then they just came out with something called like this. The, did you see the Sinister Six? But they're like de- demons. Oh, that's like too much. It's like the demon. oh, the other one that was good was the Avengers one that uh, Alan Davis and. Oh, that did. one's good. Yeah, yeah, I did pick that up. It's always fun to kind of have, but it's drop a limited somebody, series. Yeah, but it's dropping them into between issues or whatever. Yeah, Paul Levitt's doing Marvel. <clears throat> Iron Man's been really good. Like yeah. the Christopher Cantwell wrote twenty five issues was really good, and then mm-hmm. the new Iron Man series no. has been interesting too. I'll tell you the reason why Marvel is because at least there's different character. Yeah. DC every week seven to eight Batman books yeah. or Batman related yeah, books, yeah. and maybe four or five Superman books now. I'm like, where are all the other characters? I heard Justice League's going away. Yeah. Because they're going to turn the Teen Titans into the new Justice League. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. I don't get it. But I don't get it either. I'm like, whatever happened. And then you watched, Did you watch Titans or... I saw that this season four is over. They're all Doom Patrol. No, no. It's... No, I know, but this is the final season. The se- yeah, I know, but they're like, done. It was yeah. weird. So I've been watching Doom Patrol. I watched that because that's Thomas Wheeliever was on as Lex Luthor. 
yeah. But then he became um, yeah, yeah. the deep. What's his name? Baron Blood or yeah, it's Baron but, Blood. Yeah, they're yeah. leading to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but, uh, but it's weird control. how they ended that. I mean, it's like I thought I was watching episodes weekly, and then suddenly like, why are there new no new Titans episodes? So they basically split the season well, without telling anybody. Well, they did that with nineteen twenty three, the Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, but that Taylor comes Sheridan. That comes this, next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I was watching. Like, what happened? But yeah. you know what I did in the meantime, since I never watched Yellowstone before. Yeah. As soon as that ended, I go, oh, what the hell? Yeah. So I binge-watched the entire oh, yeah, yeah. five seasons of Yellowstone, yeah. and now I'm almost finished with 1883. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to watch... Great. Yeah, but I you really don't have to... Watch, they're really not that connected. I no. mean, it's like... No, you don't need to... You don't need to know. Yeah. No, 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 no. I like the one that uh, Jeremy did you watch Renner, Yellowstone? the mayor of Kingston... I haven't... I was going to... Mayor of... Mayor Kingstown? Town? Kingstown, yeah. yeah. I, I was like going to watch that. Did you... Watch I watched Yellowstone you watch for four seasons, or three okay. seasons. I, then you I do fell, know I it's fell behind. One big soap opera. It's basically Dallas. Dallas. That's what I said. Crossed with the Sopranos. I said that. Somebody they said no. I said I, I remember watching the show in the seventies when it was called Dallas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you have some violence in there. Some it's yeah. your Sopranos, but no, it is. Jeez Louise! I'm like, you guys do realize? I'm almost waiting to hear that organ music like in the background like <laughs> I'm gonna kill you John Dun 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 right. you better not bother me Jamie or I'll tell I mean, I think what's the big guy's it. name Rip I'll tell Rip that what you did to my baby Dun 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 when I was watching it and again I watched the first couple seasons I like Costner but I think and it's I liked it yeah. but the there was like a point where I went like holy shit every time they have some bad guy they throw him off that into that ravine to, well I'm gonna tell you it's a, like the killing a, ravine a, a, a behind the scenes story at Terrificon, I didn't know this because I never watched Yellowstone until a right. couple weeks ago. But there's the New London train station, which is near the Mohegan Sun. Right. And a couple of our guests take the train in, like Pete Tomasi, Kevin right. Conroy, God rest his soul. Is that the so, end of the line? So when they say you've got to catch the train, that means kill him. Right. So I would go to my guys and I go, hey, uh, Tom, uh, Conroy's. He's got to he's got to go to the train station, uh, and they're uh, like, "Don't do it, Mitch! Don't do it! He's the voice of Batman." I'd be like, "What are you talking about?" They go, "Wait, I'm sure he's okay." I'm like, "What?" And every time I'd come up to him, I go, "Tom, you got your truck? Yeah, okay, go give Tomasi a ride. He's got to get he's got to catch a train." Not Tomasi, not be Tomasi. What did he do? And I'm like, "What?" So I'm watching the show, and the guy goes, hey, "I'll give you a ride to the train station." Then they take him right. out the outskirts yeah, and yeah. put a bullet in his head. And they throw him in a ditch, and, and right, I go, yeah, yeah. "Holy crap! That's what that means!" Oh, yeah. poor people. So, yeah. yeah, and then I was like, what are they stacked? Uh, like, how many skeletons are down there? Like, it's a deep does, ravine. Does the sun never come up? No, like, the coyotes you know, probably Coyotes eat yeah. them, yeah, yeah, all right. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's entertaining, but I'm thinking to myself, why is Costner doing TV? Well, you know, but here's the thing. And does again, he own the show? If you watch, well, you watched it in a binge kind of thing. I binged it, yeah. If you watch it, the first thing that occurred to me is watching the first season It's totally different. There's a shift. His scenes are all kind of probably done in one group. That's what I said. So I he's said probably that's, doing does he like film this like on a, a weekend? Week? He's probably yeah. doing like a week's worth of work. And they cut him and in. And then they insert him That's in. what I said. Like, yo, Fred McMurray, My Three Sons. That's the first that's I That's what I said yeah. too to Jay. So I he said, can still do his is, movies Yeah, and is stuff. he like sitting in there, oh, hey, bud, what's going on? Yeah. Well, Chip and Ernie are doing this. Oh, okay. Right. And then he's done. He just right. films his season right. one day. And he goes and off and they would cut them up over the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's, that's what, what I thought with Costner too. Yeah. But so, by the way, this makes no sense whatsoever. But if you do watch it, Kevin Costner in the fourth season is suddenly missing a chunk out of his ear. Oh, really? 
and I don't know what happens. Like, it's noticeable. It's like, did he always have that? Well, didn't he have, like, he's got, I thought one of those seasons, he like, was it season three that he got in the to something the ambush or something? No, I'm talking in real life, the character. Oh. I'm talking the actor's got a yeah. chunk miss out of his ear. So much so that when the fifth season started, yeah. he's wearing a piece of, like, oh, really? rubber molding oh, I didn't to this. cover up I the ear. Like I said, I but something. when you watch it, the sun hits it, and you can oh, go, oh. what the hell is that? Yeah. So like if anybody out there ear. is listening... Knows it, yeah, like yeah. a spock here, like yeah. a piece of wax. Yeah. If you know what happened to Coster, because I googled it to see if he had like skin cancer, maybe yeah, yeah. they had to take a piece of yeah, his earlobe yeah. off or he yeah. got shot. Yeah. It's really weird. It's yeah, like, okay. And then I was watching the new Eddie Murphy movie last night called You People. Oh, yeah. And Eddie's got like a scar now, like right near his oh, yeah. nostril over yeah. his lip. And I go, Did he always have that? I never noticed yeah. it before, but it's pretty maybe visible. I mean, people in their 60s probably maybe had surgery or something. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Have you noticed how many people are dying? Especially in the people last die couple weeks, day. but people in their 50s You know, you're the stuff. fourth person to say that to me. Yeah. Because we just lost Lori, Lisa Loring, who played yeah, yeah. Wednesday. But then the she, Ann Worsham, who was in the... Cindy Williams Picard. died last night. She was 75. Yeah, was three like film that, right? And yeah. then the girl, 42, from yeah. Picard. Yeah. And uh, she was on another show, too. Was yeah. it Lost? Or? She, she was, was on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she was she on Bosch. Away. Yeah, she was on that Bosch. that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had cancer. And then um, Adam Rich died yeah. from Eight Is Enough, 54 yeah. years old. There's a bunch of people within the last couple of weeks. You know, it's, it's always around January, though. Like December, know. January, there seems to be a glut of, like, yeah. Hollywood people. I just wonder about stuff with being, well, Lisa like, Marie being died the COVID, 54. COVID nah. side effects because of the heart issues. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I'm saying Lisa Marie, and they she said, no, she was taking that diabetic drug yeah, yeah. to lose 20 pounds uh, but she wasn't di- or no, because with an O maybe there's a reason why you shouldn't be taking diabetic medicine if you're not diabetic but anyway but you're not going to tell me Lisa Marie didn't have a problem shame though 54 so we're going to do 40 Mitch and Jerry's each. death watch we're going to do 40 each sure one two three hold on a second maybe I don't have 40 that's 30 I have 34 wait a minute I got more. 34, 35, 36, 37. I got 37. Okay. People love this part of the show when Mitch and Jerry square out the bill. That's 50. 57. I guess 37. 80. For you people listening at home right now, it's an episode of Sesame Street. And another one bites the dust. Jerry is counting money up. Mitch talks about. Uh, Lisa Marie dying from drugs or a heart attack is what she died from. But anyway, if you're coming to Terrificon this year, be looking for more guest announcements week to week on Terrificon.com. Did we do our typical Kevin McGuire reference? Yes, we did. If you're We're checking, not driving. <laughs> We're not driving. Um, what else is happening? I've got a bunch of more comic book people coming Andy Lanning is coming to the show this year oh yeah I haven't put him up before he's new this year's the year of a lot of new guests so there's a lot of people you'll never seen at Terrificon before like Phil Hester and uh, a bunch of folks so that's yeah 13 that's on a 60 that's twice yeah that's 20 percent I'll take your singles there you go Jerry's going to the clubs tonight so he took my singles so, yeah. Yeah, who's hey, dancing? Ladies. Yeah. Who's dancing tonight? Oh, I think uh, Gertie Gertrude and her 
girdle Mist- of mystery. <laughs> oh, Mist- sailor, would you like to see what's Mist- misty what, mystique? What lies beneath? <laughs> See, once again, we close this place. It's, it's yeah. raucous noise. We can't. We have to scream to be heard. And then so, when we wrap it up, there's so nobody a here. For you, nerd. Yeah, king I'm of the nerds. Nerd. King of the nerds, buddy. What about? What do you think the secret? The sauce. Secret sauce is going to be in Ant Man. I've heard rumors oh, that the that Fantastic Four are going to show. Oh, up. that would be something. Do you well, think that's even potential? Mania? But I'm saying no like, is because that, is it potentially according to comic lore. Rom, not Ramata, but uh, Kang right. is Franklin Nathan Richards from the future or something. Right. It's uh, Reed Richards' great 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 grand grandfather. So yeah, if you're going by comic books, technically, but do you think that would actually happen? Well, if they're going to stick with the books. So you're in Doom Patrol. Yeah. Did you watch this new season? No, I did not. Immortus is name dropped. Immortus is a Marvel character. Immortus was a Doom Patrol guy. He was what yeah. with the Arnold Drake yeah, yeah. series in the in the sixties? Yeah, but I was trying to remember if he was General Immortus or if it was if I'm thinking of different characters. No, I didn't know that. No, but Immortus, you make me think of Avengers and. But you had Ramatut, right? Ramatut was, that... was Fantastic Four nineteen, yeah. which was supposed to be him from the. Did future. they tie the future? Future wasn't there also Future Man? Future? Oh, the Man from Tomorrow. What was the guy from Thor? That was the yeah the man future, tomorrow future, future man. man. Did they ever tie him in? I he was the thirty first century. I feel like somebody tied yeah. him in too. I'm well, just curious how far they go in Ant Man because well, again we keep waiting for like an intro of some sort for yeah, the FF. Yeah. Apparently, the character that was in Loki, the He Who Remains, is not Kang. I said, yeah. "What are you talking about?" I thought it was a version of him because he said that. He said, "Look, there was." multiple versions of me that found out we all existed and they couldn't live with that so the war of the Kang started and they all killed each so other. So maybe he's a good Kang. He's the good Kang. Because he's in charge of the time whatever the... What Not to be full of... Isn't Kang the guys on the Simpsons too? <laughs> Kodos and Bro- Kang. Kronos, Kronos and Kang. And, Kang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was Kang on Star Trek too which was a Klingon which was played by Gene... Uh, Barbara Eden's husband. Oh. Uh, Michael Azarius? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he played a Guardian King. Michael, Michael and Sarah? Michael and Sarah. Oh, Sarah. That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that's it. We'll see in two weeks. But do you ever wonder weeks? why you have so much of this type of information in your head? Because but then I you didn't can't remember a doctor, why you went in the basement. Or why I went to the grocery store. Went I went the... here to get panko uh, <laughs> breadcrumbs. But meanwhile, Dr. Doom's time machine is the thing the Fantastic Four used to go back to meet Ramata. And the thing met himself in the John Byrne issue 50, but it turned out to be an alternate universe because he cured them. Why do I know this stuff? I don't accept that or Dr. Doom's daughter, Valeria, is part of the Fantastic Four. My Fantastic Four only has Franklin Richards because how old is that family now? My Franklin Richards, my mind's like seven years old. But again, it's because you, you're overthinking it, I Because I've grown up with this stuff. And Spider-Man, in my mind, should be about 28 years old now, yeah. but he's still like a... 20-year-old in the comics? I mean, Peter Parker was older than me when I first started reading Spider-Man. He was in high school. Then he went to college. But then he became a, a post-grad teacher thing. Yeah. And now it's but like, he was I don't at, know like, what happened. He was at university, college. Empire State when University. When I was reading it around issue 50. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, some of this stuff doesn't add up, and I try not to think but too but it hard. Doesn't, it's not that it's supposed to age with you, you know? Yeah. My Nick Fury didn't 
kill the Watcher. Do you remember the, the first the appearance of post World War II Nick Fury was in the Hatemonger story? I think we're all set. No. Right? Thank you. Yeah, it was it issue twenty one. Hate, Hatemonger FF issue twenty. Yeah, Fantastic Four. I met him. But he didn't have the eye patch. No, he did not. A little continuity error. Well, why do we know that? Why do we remember that? Because we don't date supermodels and do bags of cocaine. <laughs> not not today anyway. Did you ever? No. Well, <laughs> two weeks ago, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was sitting there with my Coke guy, you know, and I had uh, L. McPherson was over the house in a thong. Wow. Eat a Hackberg, ladies and gentlemen. You Brooke Steele. I don't think you could do that if I could you do had it. your tonsils oh. taken out. No. no, no, no. Oh. I do that at home sometimes with the dog. Oh. I do the Chewbacca. <laughs> oh. Oh. And Harley looks at me like, what the hell's wrong with you? He thinks he can talk to the dog. He can talk to the animals. Walk and squawk with the animals. Rex Harrison, ladies and gentlemen. I saw that in the movie theaters. I did not know it was a bomb when I saw it. I know oh, he, he oh, left yeah, it a yeah. giant snail, Dr. Yeah. Doolittle. Uh, I, I loved it. They had two llamas dancing. I, I, you know, the movies I saw as a kid, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. Dr. Doolittle, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I don't know why, but they would play these in the local movie right. house on the weekends, like because Kids they were, Day. Because they were bombs. They were, oh, Really? Because I'm like, I remember seeing all this stuff. What do you mean they were bombs? They would get them for cheap? Yeah. We'll show Willy Wonka this weekend. I saw Why Butch... do you think they showed like those low-budget oh, movies? Oh, the B-movies? Because they, they didn't have to pay the same. They would pay the oh, Paramount or whatever. I so didn't know that. I would guess that when those movies, whatever, the big studio movies yeah, 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 bombed, yeah, yeah, yeah. the studio said, hey, let's we keep them in theaters. We'll, yeah. cut the, we'll cut your, you know... You won't have to pay the full percentage. Probably. That's why they're called B pictures, right? Didn't that, wasn't Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was one I saw those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dick Van Dyke. Benny Hill. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Was Benny Hill in that too? Oh, down. I started singing that. Sharon goes, What? Was Benny Hill in that? Benny Hill's in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah. Written by Ian Fleming, by the way. I know that. But Sharon, one day, we're watching TV, and I go, Oh, look, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Sharon goes, What? I go, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. We love you. She goes, what the hell are you talking about? And then I called my friend Des. But did and she England, watch movies when she No, was a she kid? went outside and played. That's yeah. what she'll tell me. She goes, unlike you, loser. But she didn't go to movie theaters no. when she was a kid? No, no. Huh. She can't quote Planet of the Apes. That's really painful. You know who quotes Planet of the Apes? Eddie Murphy. I'm watching Jimmy yeah. Kimmel the other day, and he said, Jimmy Kimmel says, is it true that you and Tracy Morgan text each other dialogue? From Planet of the Apes, he goes, "Yes, it is." And then he goes, "Give me an example." He goes, uh, "Such and such, you did Doctor Zayas." He goes, "And what kind of world did you grow up, Taylor?" He goes, "Thank God." And he does Charlton Heston perfectly. Thank, thank you for calling me Taylor. What kind of world is this? And he does the whole right. Charlton Heston growl, and he and he's doing the, and he's doing the dialogue right there. And he's and Tracy Morgan will text back like, "This is what man became the worst creature." And the fact that Tracy Morgan knows it too. Yeah, and then yeah. they asked him, and, and Eddie Murphy goes, "Greatest movie I ever seen." He goes, "I watched." All the time, and I'm like, what kind of crazy person would watch Planet of the Apes all the time? And then I'm thinking, geez, I watch Star Wars every time yeah, it's yeah. on TV. It's like, oh, look, uh, well, ship that made the ship that made the Kessel. How old is Eddie Murphy? He's about five, uh, three years older than me, maybe. That's so he why. grew up with Planet of the Apes, and I grew up with Star Wars. I saw Planet of the Apes. It was like such. A I think Eddie Murphy's sixty, and I'm fifty-six. When I, my aunt took me and my brother Joel yeah. to see a downtown Milwaukee yeah. at the Warner Theater. Oh yeah. And it was like the most amazing thing ever. Because you know they it came out the same God year. Damn it! It comes out the same year as two thousand and one. It was nineteen sixty-eight. They showed that. They yeah. said, 
I was watching a documentary about Barbarella. Yeah. And they said Barbarella came out this summer of this. They said, but yeah. look what it was competing against. Yeah. 2001, Planet of the Apes, classic. Yeah. Oh, here's Barbarella. Well, 2001 what? was like the end of the year. And I think yeah. the Planet of the Apes it was, was earlier. Spring. Because they was they even sh- there was something about the guys who did the yeah they did the, the makeup, makeup for the monkeys had, yeah. yeah Chambers was his yeah, name yeah. Yeah, yeah but um that was a bomb that movie Barbarella well Barbarella yeah it was but a it was foreign a comic movie strip. no it was Dino De Laurentiis made it but it was French yeah. yeah so it was kind of well she was in it, it she's doesn't English matter. what's that she's it was an American film she speaks no, no, English she, but I'm yeah, saying but it was a French movie the yeah. director is Roger Vadim or yeah, something he does, yeah he was, was, he was her husband her husband yeah. yeah and they showed how that went down and then they had birds attack her did you ever see Barbarella comic strips no because those things they're all were sexual in, oriented yeah there. yeah no in um, when I was a kid yeah I had that book the it was like a it wasn't I don't think it was the Jules Pfeiffer one Oh, the it greatest was like a history of comics. Yeah, thing. I have that. The white cover with international Super stuff. Oh, I never had that. It has like the uh, Barbarella. It had Dan Dare and those things in it. Who? Reproduced. Dan Dare was I think. Oh, English. Dan Dare. Yeah, I know Dan Dare. I so I was Dare. exposed to that as a kid, and I remember like Barbarella was like she was having sexual yeah. situations, and I'm like, wow, why wow. don't they do that in my local newspaper? Exactly. They offered that role to Raquel Welsh. Yeah. They offered it to a bunch of other sex kittens. Yeah. But Jane Fonda took the role. Well, what was the one? There was a male kind of version. Flash of Gordon. No. They said it, that that would be a good one. Who was the actor though? The, John Philip Law or something? I don't know. Was he in Barbarella as the male? Lead? Oh, the guy with the wings. You mean uh, Duran Duran? There was a guy named John, an John actor, John Philip Law. John Philip Sousa. No, it was no, Philip he was Law. The music guy. The name is. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know. But that was the that was you know what you yeah. got for science fiction sixty eight yeah um, and that's why Planet of the Apes was so great was that it was a relatively big budget yeah. Fox yeah Fox, Studios yeah. release yeah. that didn't necessarily talk down to you nope and everybody who saw that ending yeah it was like oh my god you have to see this yeah you know that was a Rod Serling ending buddy yeah but I'm saying like that was a big well, whole, it, wasn't it wasn't just a shitty smoke and swamp science thing. fiction yeah. movie you know. Rod Serling, I was going to buy, believe, these are the things I stopped myself from buying late at night. Night Gallery is on Blu-ray, seasons one, two, and three. Yeah. And it was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I go, the fuck am I going to buy that for? But I'm thinking to myself, I could put that on, and as I do my stupid stuff on my laptop in the show. You can and fall asleep. Big Legos. And my, and, but I remember watching some Night Galleries. They weren't that good. They were very iffy. Yeah. Some of them were good. There were good they ones They were not a Twilight Zone. No, no. But Night Gallery. But I'm like, I, I bought the, you bought the, the Twilight Zone. But you know what's so funny? I could, buy, I could buy the complete series on DVD yeah. for like 20 bucks. But yeah. no, why would I want that? I want the yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah. It's another, you know what's the show that no one remembers? James Coburn hosted a show on ABC, an anthology called The Dark Room. It was like late 70s. Oh, and it was, huh. it last, it was just like Night Gallery. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm James Coburn. Right. Welcome to the dark room. And he right. put the little light on like a photographer. And then someone yells, you ruined my film. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put the light but the, on. But the anthologies I liked. I liked that. I liked Outer Limits. Yeah. One Step Beyond. Did you remember that one? That always seemed like a religious program. I never really saw one it. One Step Beyond. I know of it. Didn't tell it. Like, oh, when was Zardoz? That was 73. Yeah, that was. That was a piece that's of what crap. I was thinking of in relation Zardoz. to Barbarella. Zardoz. Because he had the red leather diaper. Because well, it was son of sexualized. Yeah. Sean you know, and Flash Gordon fits in that. scenes in a day. But Flash Gordon fits kind of in that They same said you could genre. do a great double feature. Yeah. You yeah. could put the gag ball on <laughs> yeah. and watch that movie in the gimp box. Do you remember seeing Rollerball? 
Yes. With James Caan. But Stallone's in that, too. But I'm saying, like, yes, the James Caan. Yeah, yeah. That was actually good science fiction it at was. the time. It's just that people really... Now we're so spoiled by it. Was that Linda Ronstadt playing? I'll this be song? there. Yeah. No, this was the... Was it the OJs or something? I don't know. I was a kid. I think this was the OJs. I was watching Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. Why don't they make that a movie? Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo. Get James Gunn on the phone right now. Well, they have right to now. build out the universe first. No, he's by day a, a kid's TV show host. At night, he's the only thing that stands between... Jeez. Modern democracy and world domination. So just he like, is. How old are you again? Fifty-six. Do you want me to count like trigger? Yeah. So Why? Here's the deal. Yes. I just turned sixty-five. Oh my god. So I'm old. Yeah. But I keep You're the thinking opposite numbers of me. But I think of the what I because I was talking to my daughter about that. I said yeah. when I was a kid. I remember it was in black and a white. A few wasn't shows, it? but yeah. I remember. Yeah, we had a black. No, and white. the world was in black and white. We had a black they and white. They didn't invent TV. color until '73. I didn't get a black and white or see anything in color. If my aunt had a color TV, yeah. so I remember Shadow going puppets. over to her house on like a special occasion. Yeah, and we'd see something and be like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! But color TV!" Not every show was broadcast in in color. Either. Correct. Batman was. Star Trek was. Yeah. That was to sell the TVs. You yeah, know that, yeah. right? But I mean, when I was a kid, yeah. First shows I remember watching, is, Twilight Zone. Yep, Black and White. Because it was on Friday nights. My mom's tavern closed at 8. I think Twilight Zone in the Midwest was on at like 7. Yeah. So 7 to 8, whatever. The other show I remember was The Untouchables. Yep, because that was a, Robert Stack. That was a Sunday night show. And my mom liked that show, so she would let us watch it. Rico, Youngblood. Let's go get Capote. But it's just funny. Perry Mason, my I've watched all these shows. My aunt loved Perry Mason. Yep, and I used to think that the guy who played Hamilton Berger or whatever, the defense attorney, yeah, he just seemed that creepy, was, uh, and he was like a bad guy. Yeah, even though obviously Barbara it, Hall was on flip, that, right? Yeah. He was yeah. actually the good guy, but yeah. um, but it's just funny. So that's my, you know, yeah. what I remember as a kid because I got to watch them. Otherwise, you had to go to bed. Right. I grew up in the early seventies with Partridge Family, Brady Bunch, Love American Style, uh, oosh, a bunch of TV shows. But a lot of it were also being syndicated, too, yeah. because I remember my dad watching right. Mission Impossible yeah, reruns yeah. Yeah. on Saturday well, night. Mission Impossible was like 1967. Yeah, but it was in the 70s. 70s. Yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah. that. No, still a long time. Hawaii Five O was a big thing that was yeah. still on that my, we'd watch. Yep. Um, we'd watch reruns of Big Valley and Bonanza. Oh, Bonanza yeah. was still on, I think. Bonanza ran for Early a long 70s, time. yeah. And Gunsmoke was even still on. Yep. Matt Dillon. I remember uh, my grandfather would watch that. Was it Barbara Stanwyck was on the Big Kitty. Valley? Yeah, Barbara Stanwyck, yeah. Uh, Richard Long. There and, was a show called Cimarron. I don't remember Cimarron. I remember Barbary Coast with William Shatner, yeah. which only lasts. I remember Smith and Jones. Yeah, all these shows. Yeah, remember that? Smith that and guy Jones. died horribly, drug yeah. addict. Yeah, Marcus Welby, MD. Marcus Welby, General. No, 60s. Medical Center was yeah. the big thing with um, Chad, Chad Everett. Everett, yeah. yeah. And then they, then they started those 70s real-life shows. Where it was like Adam Twelve, Emergency, yeah, SWAT yeah, yeah. was my favorite because yeah. it killed people. Yeah, and the rookies, I hated the rookies. Do you remember Beretta? Oh, my sister loved Beretta. We have autographed pictures yeah. of Robert Blake. Well, the Mod Squad too. Mod Squad, but then the, was, and, and then the mid seventies, you had Six Million Dollar Man, Charlie's Angels, yep. uh, Wonder Woman. One, I never watched Wonder Woman. It was on, but we didn't watch it. Bionic Woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. was that was my stuff. Cole Shack the Night Star. See in the sixties. Yeah. We had the land of the giants. I was going to say, lost had, in space. We had um, the time tunnel. Voice to the bottom of the sea. Richard Basehart. Yep. Time tunnel. Um, there was some crazy shows. The one that I just keep thinking of every so often is the 
it's about time, it's about space. It was a, it was these astronauts who were sent back into caveman times. What? It had Joe E. Ross from Car 54, the ooh, ooh, guy. That guy? He was a caveman. Imogene Coco was a cave woman. Imogene Coco? Good God. She was from yeah, the Sid Caesar is. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Your show shows. And I can't remember who the, the, the leads were. But Carl that was, Reiner. That was one from my childhood. It only lasted a season, I think. Yeah. There was another one that is crazy. It was the first hundred or the second hundred years. And the it hell? had Monty Markham. I remember. He played. He, he was the $7 he's million. still around. He was the $7 million man. Well, the funny thing about him is the show was called, I think it was the second hundred years. Yeah. He was like a guy in like the late 1800s. 1800s. Yeah. Who gets frozen somehow in suspended animation and he gets revived in the 70s and he winds up trying to live with his actual descendants. Oh, that's weird. It's a crazy concept. Like with his great great granddaughter. Uh, the guy who was in the Rat Patrol. Oh, that got killed? Vic Morrow? No, well, Vic Morrow was in it, but um, I can't remember the other Rat guy. Patrol. He was in the, the Immortals. I don't know what that Christopher is. Christopher George. Christopher George was the immortal. It was like the Phyllis George's husband. Phyllis no. George was an actress. But Christopher George was. It was like the. In, it was like the the. the it fugitive? was like the fugitive in yeah. that, except he had blood that made him immortal. Yeah. So he had to go on the run because rich people kept trying to catch him to t- steal his blood. It was like know. it was every. Do these every, shows last more than a season? No, these were one season. I was going to say like, they sound like crap. Every time he was in one town yeah. each week, and yeah, it, yeah, somebody yeah, would show drifter, up, like the the Hulk. But it was yeah. kind of fun at the time. It didn't hold up. I no. watched them recently, they, but uh, well, there was a lot of one season. The shows. Invaders was great. I remember Invaders the, ran two years. UFO. The Invaders is still great. It I never actually saw really, it. Roy Thinnis, it, it holds up really never well. Watched it. I know of it, but I never watched it. But I said we had a lot of one season shows. In the seventies, it was Future Cop. Oh yeah, with Ernest, Ernest Borgnine, Borgnine. Ernie Borgnine. Yeah, yeah. Then there was um, a robot partner. Remember the Quester tapes? Yeah, which was a TV movie. Yeah, yeah. Which about a robot guy. Yeah. And then you had the Hulk. The Hulk from about 70s, 77. 8, 78, Yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of like, was there? There's no westerns were gone by then. I remember watching tons westerns of peaked by sixty five. Yeah, yeah. And then Star Trek kind of was like that defining moment. From yeah, that point but there on. was a lot of bad shows. I remember watching Quark with Richard Benjamin. Yeah, that was sh- total crap. Yeah, um, I don't know. Dan Tanner, Do you remember, Vegas. Like for uh, for me, yeah. Saturday night was like the big night. Oh, My that mom, was where we watched Carol you know, Burnett, Mary Tyler Moore, Carol Burnett, Bob Newhart, Mash. Mash was in there. All and, in the family. All in the family, and then. Carol Burnett was the it was 10 like o'clock. That whole, yeah, yeah, it was like a whole That night. was the big deal. You waited because if Tim Conway was on it, yeah. oh my God, it was the greatest yeah. show ever. Yeah. And you wait. This week it's Steve and Edie. Oh, really? Steve Lawrence and Edie Gorman? Well, Harvey Corman was great. Oh, and Harvey was always good. And, and, and Vicki Lawrence. Tim Conway were funny. Yeah. But he, and then Lyle Wagner was on it for yeah. a while. But he so was Rachel and I have been watching The Munsters. Yeah, I never liked The Munsters. They're I was really an Adam, funny. I was an Adam They're actually fan. really funny. Um, but The Munsters, the, we started with season one. Yeah. And season Two one debuted in, in 1960. 65, I think. Five. You know who wrote the theme song to that? Frank Marshall's father. Oh, yeah? That big, big name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a great theme. shows all have great themes. It's Frank Marshall's. So the Munsters are really, it actually is, it holds up really well. It's very funny. Yeah. But the, the funny thing is, for me, it's that connection of, I remember watching it. It was yeah. a Thursday night show. Yeah. Lost in Space was a Wednesday night show. 
what was it, 8 o'clock? And Billy Boomy's on like an episode of the Munsters yeah. in that first He's bunch. Everything. But but anyway, so Wednesday and Thursday, Munsters, Lost in Space and Munsters, both were, I watched them with my brother, we watched yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Batman comes on in January 66. of 66. That's right. And it's like my brother goes, instead of watching Lost in Space, let's, let's watch try this, this new show. Yeah. And he didn't like it, but I did, and yeah. I forced him to watch it. So we basically killed the Lost in Space and the Monsters because the, it was a Wednesday, Thursday yeah, show. Yeah, it was. They were back to back. Yeah. So the first season, they were like the cliffhanger yeah, and then Wednesday and, tomorrow. and the second episode so on Thursday. Was, yeah. But it's like, those are the memories that ju- jump back to me. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, how was. Happy Days. I yeah. remember that being huge. And Cindy Williams just passed away last night. Yeah, yeah. But that uh, was seventies. Yeah, but that was that was it was yeah. Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Three's Company, yeah. and then Taxi. Yeah. And then you'd have a ten o'clock Heart to Heart maybe. Yeah. And then it was um, Barney Miller was the Thursday. Barney Miller was a good one. Yep. And but Night Court then later. Night Court later. was in the eighties. But I'm saying like that. There's like a Ryan you can judge. draw a line from oh, Taxi yeah. through to Night Court. Oh yeah, definitely so. You mean Barney Miller to ta- to from, Night Court? From Taxi to Barney Miller to, to Night Court. No, Barney Miller started first. Did it? Then Taxi. Okay. Then that yeah. one. That was but the that Charles run of Brothers. Shows, those were the more realistic. Yeah. Or grittier. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of weird shows. I remember when my sister and I watched a lot of. Ghost and Mrs. Muir, Nanny and the Professor, Don't Eat the Daisies. Yeah. These were all TV shows based on movies. I avoided all those. I, remember they, well, I had older sisters, so yeah. they would always watch that. Do you stuff. remember Family Affair? Yes. Oh my God, Brian she was Keith. on our show. But do you remember Brian Sissy. Keith? Sissy, yeah, Brian yeah. Keith, Jody, and Buffy, and Mr. French. Mr. Yeah. French was the voice on Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And when but I was, Sissy was just at the show two years she, ago. Was she that was, who was there. The okay. voice of Firestar. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was her. Yeah, when I was a kid, though, that we we had remember Gentle Ben. Yeah, that yep. was like before you. No, no, I remember Gentle Ben. That's with Clint Howard, and then yeah. there's Flipper. We had Flipper. We had Sea Hunt. I never watched Sea Hunt. That was very early. Yeah, um, that's Jeff Bridges, right? Lloyd it was Bridges. Lloyd Bridges, and yeah, Bo the kids Bridges. showed up in it. Yeah. Then uh, there was a Circus, Leave It the Beaver was a big boy. one for me. Mickey I don't Dolan. remember that one at all, but I remember Leave It the Beaver. You never watched. I remember it. Uh, Dennis I the it. Menace. I watched that one. But yeah, the westerns. The westerns were kind of like late fifties, early sixties. Never got into that. I saw them all because they would do a syndicated block. Oh really? I get home. We're home from school. You turn on westerns. UHF channel would actually sign on at two thirty. Yeah. Right. I get home in time at two thirty or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. It was three. Marvel superheroes. That was 66. The cartoon one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it was like there was just shows until dinner time. When I'd come home from Cheyenne, school, Sugarfoot, uh, Sugarfoot, that was uh, uh, Jim Hut, Jim Jim Hutton, Hutton, yeah. Sugarfoot, yeah, yep. Uh, Cheyenne was uh, Clint Clint Walker, Clint Walker, yeah. And then they'd have Maverick running or um, Jim's Garden. Branded was uh, who? That was Chuck Connors. Brandon Rifleman. The Rifleman. And then yeah. he did a show called Branded, uh, where he oh, was branded. like a Civil War guy who yeah. got like. Did he get branded? He was, yeah, it was somehow a, oh, traitor, a traitor or something. Yeah. So. He's a traitor. Shh. But it's just funny. So you could see that even in the comics, there was a lot of 50s, was a lot no, of no. westerns. No, no. When I came and then home, by like mid 60s, it was the Superman yeah. with George Reeves. Yeah. And then it was followed by Batman. Channel 11 had the Superman. So they had the reruns by that. Yeah. So I saw the Superman. I know the song. 
Strange visitor from another planet. After Batman, as a they ran him on reporter. Saturday mornings as like a block with cartoons. Fights for truth, justice, and the American way. Da-da. Superman is a character appearing every month in right, National right. Periodical. Right. Really? And then we had, uh, see, we had PBS, but when I was a kid, so we had the Electric Company, yeah. which had Spider-Man, yeah. which was like, oh my God, yeah. even though we never talked. I have all the comics. Morgan Free, yeah, Spidey Super Stories. Oh, I got those, yeah. But that was the shit back then. And then they'd have um, Ron Eli as Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah. I'd watch those. Well, those had good production values. They were they color, did. too. They were I think color, that was yeah. a Friday or oh, Saturday show. Oh, they used to show, show all the Johnny Weissmellers every Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. I used to watch those, yeah, those and then they'd great. have the Abbott Costello shows would come on afterwards. You've just turned into uh, MeTV with Jerry and Mitch as they go through their but TV guys. Those are the formative things. Yeah, and that's really, why we're like your, the way we kid, are. Yeah, yeah those, the various stories I grew up with on your 50s brain. mentality. Thank you. Yeah. That and the Dead End Kids. Yeah. So I'll sit there and drink milk and eat meat and potatoes and then... 23 skidoo, guys, come on, let's you, go. And you, your, and wife, be a, your wife a laughs at you because you cook your potato by putting it on a stick and holding it over a fire. <laughs> exactly. It's a Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> let's go down to Louis Malt Shop. <laughs> Louis Sweet Shop. Get out of here, you guys. You're nothing but gangsters. I used to wear my hat with the bill up like Satch. Did you really? On Saw, I did. That's really funny. That I you did. Would I would wear a hat. People like, him. what are you doing? I'm trying. Hunt Hall's my god. He's my he's my bro. You wanted to be the funny guy. I wanted to be Hunt Hall. No, Slip Mahoney had the the fedora. Right, but you Hunt Hall was the funny guy. Yeah, I know, but Slip was yeah. the Leo yeah. Gorsi was yeah. the the main dude. He was yeah, the, no, I know. He was the, he was was the main guy. Yeah, he was kind of like the mo of that. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah. And then Whitey was um, voiceover actor for yeah. years. Uh, not Pat O'Brien. That's the actor. Uh, well, oh, those guys were in Pat O'Brien. Pat O'Brien yeah, was he in would like have, Angel yeah, the Dirty Faces. Dirty faces. Yeah, I know. Dead End was the first Dead time End we kids. saw them. Yeah. The Dead End, the movie yeah. with, yeah, with Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart, Bogart and I know Joel McRae. My sister Kimberly was in love with James Cagney, so we'd have to watch oh, yeah. all those gangster movies. The Public Enemy, White Heat. Oh, I had to watch James them Cagney all. had to go to the chair, and yeah, he had to yeah, squeal. Turn yellow at the he end. had to turn yellow yeah, so that on, the kids boys. would get a bad example. Let's go say a prayer for a little boy who couldn't run as fast as I do. <laughs> Is it true, Father? Is it true that he was yellow at the end? <laughs> that was a cool sacrifice. I know that. I've watched yeah. these things. They're imprinted in my head. Cody was the, the other guy. Hey, it's getting hot here. And when he has a guy in the trunk, I can't breathe in No, I can't breathe in here, huh? How about this? Yeah, <laughs> can I breathe now? He shot the thing. I'm like, you know what scared the hell out of me? At the end of Public Enemy, when they open the door. Oh, and he falls Mom, in. Johnny's coming home. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah, terrific. Yeah. And they yeah, knock on the door. They open the door. There he is all tied up and yep. loaded with bullet holes. And he falls on dead. Scared the shit. Oh, it was, oh, it was horrific. Yeah, it was That's why scary. I knew right then I wasn't going to grow up to be public enemy number one. Right. I'm going to stay on the right. right side. And then, yeah, how could I not grow up to be screwed up? I got Buster Crab on his Buck Rogers. Not that Flash Gordon shit, but Buck Rogers. <laughs> I used to take my garden hose outside uh, with the thing and pretend it was a, uh, a ray gun because uh, uh, you'd shoot the water at the dog. You were so lonely as a child. I was. I had no idea. Someday I'm going to grow up and sit in a pizza restaurant with Jerry Ordway and talk about all this lonely life I led. Meanwhile, my wife was outside exercising, right. staying in shape, right. and living longer, and I was too busy drinking Slurpees and eating Ho-Hos and going, there was a we period- could save the tinfoil from the yodels when and you make read, a bomb. When you read about, like, concussion stuff and all this. Confessions? Like concussion. Oh, like concussions. This, how it can cause problems later in life. Yeah. When we were kids, you I had remember a lot of there was a, no, there was an empty lot next door, yeah. right? And that was nothing good happened in an empty lot. <laughs> nothing ever good time, happens. 
a kid came over and he said, "Let me show you something." Uh oh. And he did the choke hold where they cut off the your sleeper hold. They cut off your carotid artery, knock you out, and you go boom. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. And he did it to everybody. Did it to you? Oh yeah, yeah. And I always think about that. Oh, and I, I got like, one better for you because my brother then learned how to do it, and then he of course played no, that no, no, trick no. on other kids. This kid, Tommy Hunt, was his name. In kindergarten, he was going to karate classes, and I'm an idiot. He goes, oh, I know how to flip people. I go, really? Go ahead. And we're at Lincoln School in kindergarten. He goes, here, come here. I woke up. Woke up in the uh, principal's office with an ice pack and a bloody nose. Because he flipped me. I laid on my head. So and, we then, both and, have, and now I'm here talking to you. We both have that possibility yeah, in our future. I couldn't believe that. I was oh, like, that's crazy. Like, so I was knocked out once in my life. As a child, five years old, yeah. my brain's probably skull wasn't even formed yet. Now look at me. I'm the pinnacle of, of sanity. Did I? This is my biggest, my biggest confession ever. As I pull a gun out that doesn't exist. My first day of kindergarten. Uh oh. First day of kindergarten, right? You got shot. No. What? We're in the playground. Yeah, yeah. Monkey bars. Yeah. This one kid was hanging and his and he kicked you in the head. his shirt pulled up and his underarms were showing and I couldn't resist and I tickled his underarm. He beat the he hell fell, out of you. No. He fell off the monkey bars and he broke his arm. You my really? first first day and, and I was like, whoa. Oh, was the bone sticking out? Was it a compound fracture? It was a broken bone. I didn't oh see anything God, horrible, Jerry, but I just wait. remember You're like, like Damien. So I had that horrible there. I had that horrible wow, guilt. What a jerk. I just his, his you arms. Feel bad. He was hanging. His arms. What if that kid had a career? His underarms hanging yeah, there, and well, I just I did a little tickle tickle. Good thing you didn't do anything else funny. to him, Jerry. Jesus <laughs> Christ, uh, Mrs. Ordway, we'd like to see you down at the office. <laughs> do you know last Tuesday? And I didn't even get in trouble for it because it was clearly joke, a, one of the best a jokes. I've, accident. One of the best jokes I've written in a long time because yes. I write jokes thinking any minute I'm going to get the call from Bob Hope. <laughs> I said today is yes, national. Yes, you're having a seance. Bob Hope wants to talk to you. Today is National Compliment Day, <laughs> and my comeback was to be followed by tomorrow, which will be HR wants to see you day. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a lovely dress you have on there. You made me feel uncomfortable, <laughs> but it was National Compliment Day. <laughs> see, you can get away with that stuff. Uh, I literally write jokes and I put them on Facebook, and I go, and somebody goes, "I'm stealing." It. I go, "Well, I'll send you the bill." Because I don't know why. Some people, why why would you give them away? You what am I supposed to do with them? Do a stand-up with Harley in the you woods? Wait, you like the sign? Uh, you have to get somebody. You pay somebody to give you the cue. And then I want to have the couch like, like Kramer a did. Thing. Like Merv Griffin's couch. <laughs> well, Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Oldman. It was Merv Griffin's old set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. he found it in a trash. Yeah, exactly. I think it was hysterical. And yeah. then they come on here. Tell us, Elaine. And he's sitting there with the pipe. <laughs> and they're like, who are you, who are you looking at? <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> I loved how they used to edit Merv Griffin shows so horribly. Like, the guest would be telling a story, and it's like, and then I put a bomb in Ruth Buzzy's hair, and, and the whole audience, and they would do a quick commercial. Right to Merv Griffin, look into the camera, and go, we'll be right back. And it's like, what happened to that guy's story? So I used to do that all the time at the dinner table as a we'll kid. Right my, my mother would, you know, how was your day? We're all sitting around the dinner table. So Debbie or Kim would be telling what they did in school. And, and they'd come to the end of the story. No, they, 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 right they would come to the end of the story. And I'd look over to no one and go, we'll be right back. And my dad's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, the camera that's over there. I used to do this all the time at home. Like, hey, can we get a close-up Dad, I'm breaking the fourth wall. And I go, can we get a close-up on this? And people would be like, what is it? What? What? I'm like, Mom, what's what's in my food? Here, can we can we can, can we get which camera is it? Johnny, is it is it the one with the red light? And they'd be like, I remember when I was barking like like Curly from the Three Stooges, and my mother'd go, Why is he barking? And my dad goes, He's just being Curly from the Three Stooges. Were you on the floor doing the circle around? I 
You know, I paid a dollar ninety nine the other day to watch a documentary about the Stooges on Amazon. That's oh. how bored I was. I go, that's oh, only two bucks. I buy shitty yeah. comics for more, and I watched it because I see Adam West in it. I go, wait, I've seen this like thirty years ago, yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, you know, the Stooges. Uh, <laughs> They really didn't act like that off camera, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to hang out with them, but uh, they were very they kept poking private. Me in the eyes. They were very private, <laughs> and you see Adam West telling the story about, right. but it was Curly Joe real. It wasn't the real Curly, right, right. and he's like, and uh, Mo, uh, you know, you're on a set all day poking people in the eyes, and when it's over, you just want to kind of go home. <laughs> And not do that anymore. I can understand that. And I'm thinking to myself, what well, do you think they did that all That's day at home? Point. Imagine like, like, yeah, yeah, Mo, I made you supper. You call that supper? Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. You see the Give wife, that, and she's yeah. got black eyes and exactly. her ominous yeah. thing. Give me that salt, all that porcupine. Oh, here you go. Yeah, porcupine. <laughs> the whole family. It's. Oh, I got to go get the morning paper. Well, I'll get you the morning Time paper. Time to cut the roast. <laughs> Chainsaw. Oh, and they show the best scene, of course, when the, uh, they said Curly shows in there the courtroom scene. And apparently Larry, for some reason, spilled hydrochloric acid as a kid. I love the 30s. Yeah. The 30s, like, either you lived or you died. And you right. died horribly. You 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 it was yeah. character building. Exactly. And she goes, my father had a vat of hydrochloric acid. And for some reason, Larry played with it when he was three. And he burned through his fingers. So the doctor said one of the good things he could learn was the violin. And that's how he learned to be a concert violin. You know, if he didn't grow up to have his hair ripped down and his eyes poked, he could have been at Carnegie Hall. But no, he gave it up for show business. And I'm sitting there going, why is he playing with hydrochloric? Why do they have hydrochloric acid at their house? So then they go, and then uh, Bill, not Bill Haley, Phil Haley, whatever the guy's name that started the Stooges. He did oh, that. The, there was so-and-so Haley and his three Stooges. And oh, they oh, spun yeah, off yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Haley, I can't think of his name, Nick Haley. It so, wasn't Haley, it was... It was something like that, some Irish name. Yeah, no. So whatever, so he comes and he fires the boys, he gets the replacement stooges who come right, on, I remember that. and they're doing the same shtick, but yeah, they don't yeah. look like that, yeah, yeah. literally the same jokes. Yeah, yeah. And then they go, and he loved his... Ted his, Healy. Ted Healy, yep. what did I say, Kaylee, whatever. Yeah. He dies at 42, yeah. on the night of the birth of his son, and then he showed him son. I always blame myself for my dad drinking himself to death. It's like, yeah, you had no, no you choice. Had no choice. In this you were just yeah. And then they go, the, the Stooges were very upset to hear that Ted had died. They were very broken up about it. Okay. Was, according to what I said, Ted was mean. He was he actually mean. Hit them. He beat the he hell out of them. them. That's yeah. what they were saying. The they guy didn't goes, want to go on stage when he auditioned, he actually like he lean into his punches. On him. And because he drank a lot too, yeah. and he'd be like, "Oh, let me do the eye poke." What a bitter guy. He's a miserable drunk, beating up on little guys, and. He was a genius, though. He was you a, hope that he was, his wife suffered less, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I love it. They go, Ted Healy died in a, a bar fight and was killed mysteriously. They show the next day. Yeah, it's like comedic legend dies in sleep. It's like, right. yeah, what a bottle of booze was, in his hand. But and he, a, I thought he had like a stab wound. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Always stabbed to death. I don't know. So anyway, but they talk about the Stooges. Yeah. Then they go. And then uh, they had Moe, Shemp, uh Curly, and there was another brother who never got into the business. He died at childbirth because they beat him to death. 
But um, you can you stand but Larry, up. To but Larry, hammer they, blows. No, they're, they're showing all the stuff, and then they go. When Curly has a heart attack, then they bring yeah. Shemp in. Yeah. Shem died. They went on for two more years yeah, without they, him with a stunt show. Yeah, they back. They back shot him. him. Yeah, yeah. it's like he's dead. Yeah. And they're still making money on but him. But they had no choice. Oh, well, Columbia, they had a contract. Yeah. Columbia made them like you, do that. They wanted to yeah. do two Stooges. They yeah. said no. You need three. Yeah, Columbia. But it's just was so really weird. Brutal to those guys. And then Curly. Uh, he was a womanizer and everything. He dies of a stroke at like 41 years old. How much were these guys doing? Is like like 20 for 7? Well, he also shows up in one of those. He does, ones. but after he had a stroke. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> With his hair growing back. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just like, wow, these guys must have partied like, like, like about, rap stars I mean, or something. I was thinking about that just recently. It was like my uh, people within my circle. circle when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, when you were 60, 65, you were old, yeah. you know. And people, because people smoked. Yeah. People ate nothing but, like, Meat, potatoes. bacon and yeah. steaks. And they're all dead. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have different uh, benefits. I know, but it's just something, though. I'm like, wow, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? But anyway, needless to say, I'm watching uh, documentaries about the Three Stooges. Yeah. And you just, they show that greatest scene ever. When they're in the courtroom, and Larry's playing the violin, <laughs> and he snags the guy's, the guy's hair, yep. and it falls to the ground, and then, and they, then Mo grabs the gun, a tarantula, <laughs> he grabs the gun from the bailiff, <laughs> right. and shoots the thing. Yeah. Oh my God, I've seen it a million times, I was still dying laughing, because all mayhem breaks loose. Curly's screaming, well, Curly's the on the ground, he, Mo Larry cheese. Right. Yeah. Mo Larry he, cheese. Like, you know, he has, to, he has the cane, and he has the hat, yeah. and he has to put one of them down. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 he goes, raise your right hand. Do you swear? And then he goes... Here's where they go. I don't know. <laughs> that's oh, a, have you ever been indicted? Not since I was a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that show's fantastic. And uh, Adam West probably hosted that because William Shatner was busy. No, he was in the Western with them. But I'm just saying, he was in like, well, oh, yeah, he was oh, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the 60s. Right? Yeah, he was, yeah. But I just, remember going on the set. Yeah. There were the guys. It it's still funny. Like, that you still think it's funny that there's a connection to Joe Hubert. How? Moe's daughter. Yeah. Married, uh, whatever his first name was, Morer. His last name was Morer. He was Joe Kubert's partner when they did tour and they did their own yeah, comic tour. publishing I remember stuff. Tour. Yeah, and Morer yes. is the one who did the cartoon, the Three Studios you didn't say comic. Gray Morer. 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 M a u e r. Uh huh. He was Joe's childhood friend. That's he Mo's was the son-in-law. Son, he was the son of Mo's daughter. So he was, really? Mo was his grandfather. Uh, that is a weird Norman Morer. Norman Moore. Yeah. And Not Norman Mailer. Morer. Or no. Jay Moore. But he did Moore was a cartoonist as well. Yeah. And were lifelong friends with Hubert and they were partners in their whatever I their publishing company that. was in the fifties. Well see how it all comes back together again? But see Norman Morer controlled the Stooges license and help them yep. with their movie time and Next all that. time we get together, I'm gonna review the comics I bought this weekend. Hayo Silver, have based you read on those? no, I haven't opened them yet. Hayo Silver, based on the Lone Ranger's horse Silver, Rin Tin Tin, uh, Joe B- Bazooka or something. He's fighting Nazis, and um, <laughs> some other trashy Dell comic I bought <laughs> because I want to see how Silver tells a story 
Again, it's, it's a horse. captions. Rin Tin Tin. You can be in that horse's head or that dog's head in the captions. And they had Champion, which was Gene yeah. Autry's, but I didn't buy that. And that was an era, too. Those were big shows on TV. Gene, the, wait, Champion had its own show? I'm saying, I'm the saying like, there was show? a period where Rin Tin Tin... Yes. Those Rin Tin Tin's been around since the silence, yeah. Right. But anyway, I'm going to read those comics and Francis tell you... Francis the Talking Mule. I Mr. Mean, Ed. If they're better than but today's I'm comics. they had actual movie series. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> around a mule. A, who, they had Bonzo the Chimp. I'm, yeah. Why not? A, another little They should bring trend. that back now. A trend. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. One hour and 44 minutes. These poor people. They got to go. They've been deprived for like I know. Months. They've been... So all three of you. I hope you're happy now. <laughs> this, is, this is a podcast. <laughs> all right. That's it. Well, next time we'll get together for Ant-Man in a couple weeks. Unless something else happens. I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's about it. Say goodnight, Jerry. Good night. Good night, Jerry.